Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast about wrestling from your friends at smartwrestlingfan.com. This is episode number something, 828, 828, Smart Wrestling Fan, longest running weekly pro wrestling podcast in history. I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Octopus Mask. Hello, Mr. Mask. Hello, good uh, good evening, everybody. How's everyone doing? Do you just like saying good evening because of Vincent Price? What's that? Do you say good evening because of Vincent Price? I think so. I think okay. I'm I'm uh, uh, like programmed to say that at the beginning right. of everything. That's good fair. evening, yeah. which isn't even Vincent Price. No, that wasn't. That was like Bella Lugosi or like something. Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Although I will I will say I haven't stopped singing uh, to all the ghouls I've loved before. To all uh, the ghouls all I've loved before. Yeah. And then the rest of the song uh, is exactly the same. Yes. So we'll I, talk. I've been, singing it nonstop. I, I've been singing it nonstop around the house and my kids are going insane. I just, oh every, I, it's not, every time I change it, it's not quite ghouls. It's something else. And then uh, it's just like the song uh, in the show where you just plug in whatever and then sing the same song. Yeah. Perfect. Wow. That's amazing. And we're going to talk about that in. Oh, there's Larry. Aw, Larry. <laughs> now, Larry's still sick. He's not here, but he is at home resting comfortably. So he is. Um, Resting it up, and um, you know, I have no updates for anybody. Yeah. But um, he he says he did say well, thank you for your yep. support, but he told me not to tell you that. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um, no, I'm not going to pour one out for Larry unless Larry's dead. So, and he's not. I think he's you, very much alive. He's just you well. Just, you just violated the hippo law. I think there. I did. Uh, All the hungry, hungry hippo laws are busted because I said he was still alive, but barely. Um, no, he is. Uh, you know. He's 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 uh, he's Larry. If you if I you respect, follow him on the I respect Larry, so I will tell everyone that he may or may not still be alive. Okay, I respect well, he, his privacy. Listen, I'm just <laughs> yes, I'm just saying what he says on his Facebook page. So I'm just letting people. I'm amplifying the message. So he says thank you for your support, but he that's Larry out of character. Mister Mutant Larry would be telling you, you know, I don't need your help. Go f yourself or whatever like that. So. The Get back old to man Larry, so I do whatever. not have to watch this wrestling anymore, please. Yes. Oh my god! Pretty, pretty please. Cripes. Listen, this week in wrestling, we we're gonna do okay. We're gonna do something on this show, and this is one of those. What is that called? Like a like a like a bait and see? That's not what it's called. <laughs> What's it called? A hook? No. Uh, I mean, it is we the opposite, hook them in. We're driving what's, people away. What's the te- yes? What's the teaser <laughs> when we say listen. when we say like clickbait? No, for later in the show, like there's going to be this big thing, so stick around. It's going to be important, so you don't want to miss it. What's that called? Mm. The tease? I don't know. We're gonna say it's Mister yes. Tease. I feel teased. I feel teased. Is there a drag queen named Mister Tease? I'm sure there is. Hmm. Or would it be Mrs. T's? Mrs. Dash. Okay, I'm done. Um, so seriously, though, what we were talking about with the ghouls before is, um, uh, sure enough, um, you can listen to this program like you are right now, where whether you're listening to it on the Podbean or iTunes or other places, Patreon, smartwrestlingfan.com, uh, podcatcher.foot. Whatever you're listening to it on, congratulations and thank you for listening to the program. But you can also, and you can get the show every week for free, but you can also get the extra subscription that we sell. 
And that is for only $5 a month, you get extra content plus back content, plus you get this free show first before anybody else gets it. So the free feed is, is one thing, but if you don't want to wait for that, you can pay a subscription, help support the show, and you get this, this, uh, this show first. Well, if you subscribe to Extra or you're a patron at patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan, we did a new show. Uh, it was uh, me and Octopus Mask, and we watched the first episode of the car- 1985 cartoon, uh, The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, and we did a podcast on it, and it is available now. So you should probably go listen to that because, wow, what did we do? We took a 24-minute episode of Scooby, and we turned it into an hour and 40 minutes. You're on mute for a while now. An hour and 40 minutes. I'm on mute. <laughs> yes. I'm not on mute. Oh, not. hey. Uh, yeah, it was great. About, about an hour and a half. It was a. Uh, are you Larry? I watch, I watch. What's that? I said, are you Larry? I have. Had, I just watched a three hour raw and I'm on, I'm on East Coast time, Joe. This is ridiculous. I'm so but sorry. Uh, I watched uh, that episode like four times. Uh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo is so good. I'd rather watch um, that over worth- and over and over and over than watch Raw even once. I want a three-hour uh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo episode to watch I would instead have, of a three-hour Raw. For I sure. agree. I would have no problem with that whatsoever. So, Joe, um, by the way, I, while, you were, while you were promoting all that, Mr. Tease is totally – there's apparently a, a line of movies, an erotic comedy from the 50s called Mr. Tease. Well, of so course. I'll leave Why wouldn't it be? But that's – the thing is, but that's not obviously based on Mr. T – who was much later. So you you, you got the, the phrasing right, but it wasn't because of Mr. T. So got it. But thank you okay. for that. Well, the, 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 the movie descriptions are pretty great. Anyways, go, go, go on. <laughs> oh, that's, that was it. I was just going to say people should get smart. The 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo fan and listen to it because it was an hour and 40 minutes of, of fun um, based on a 24 minute cartoon and uh, we'll be coming back soon with another episode, hopefully in the next few weeks. So um, stick around for that. So that's good. Also, um, in theory, tomorrow they should be announcing the new um, 2021 Mac uh, line, like uh, whatever versions they're bringing out. So if that happens, maybe we'll get to order the new computer because we did a fundraiser and people donated and we were able to raise the money so uh thank you for that everyone that donated and um, yeah, go team go team good job yeah everybody. seriously and uh yeah we have the money to save the the boondocks or the goondocks or whatever they called it um so that's it so we're gonna be able to <laughs> the goondocks I, I, know, I have no idea what that means the goonies movie they have the money to save it because they found the treasure chest or whatever the goondocks is that like the MacGuffin of the goonies movie no, they just, that's what they called Astoria, I guess. They just called it, you don't remember Astoria. that? Astoria. Do you remember no, Goonies I, at all? No, no, I'm, you are so old, Joe. Okay, I think I've listen. seen the Goonies like one time. Okay, that's fine. And guess what? Goonies is incredibly overrated anyway. Okay. I mean, if you try and watch it now, it is, not only is it crass and crude and awful, I wonder like, I guess we were so starved as kids for an adventure movie with kids in it that that was our go-to. But man, that movie's messed up. That movie, I, I wow, wow. And and there's not even that many like good scenes in it. Like when you try and think of it, finding the treasure treasure map was exciting. 
telling the stories. They do find, there's this one part where they find sheet music and it's all written in Spanish. So Corey Feldman, his character translates it. But when he translates it, it rhymes in English. Because that well, they're, uh, they're, bo- they're both romance languages. So there's a lot of, course, of similarities. So why wouldn't they be the same? <laughs> I think so anyway. My ch- my childhood uh, kids adventure movie was Flight of the Navigator. I think so. But, yeah, I didn't think I would, would watch the Goonies. That's okay. Yeah. You don't. You're not missing anything with the Goonies. I'm just okay. Like, I'll, I'll watch this. I'll, I'll make I'll make my daughter watch it. I'm catching up on all those old movies by making my, my kids watch them. Now hold on. How old's your daughter? Uh, she's six. Wait about four more years or more to let her watch okay. that Goonies okay. movie. Do not let a six-year-old watch Goonies. Oh my god. Too many bad habits to pick up in there, and that's it's not good for kids. All right. But anyway, but somehow it was good enough for us as kids. Goonies are good enough. That's another reference you're not getting, but that's okay. Nope. Doesn't matter. Nope. Right over you don't have to get all my old references. Thanks for calling me old. Now I feel bad. I'm gonna go um cry for a while. But um it's okay because um we thank our listeners for their support like i said hopefully we'll get a new computer soon so we could run the show on a better beast than we're running it on now and um you know more content and good stuff to come in in 2021 so very excited about that um i'm now i got my finally got my first freaking vaccination for the covid today so that's good i never had the covid like larry got the covid he was all talking about on the show that he's he's he was coveted out over the holidays. That's the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst kind of vaccination to get is to just get infected and get your uh, immunity that way. It's bad Don't because do that. because yeah. that doesn't always work, and you could get it again if, in case you didn't know. So that is scientifically proven now um, that you can get the COVID twice. That's disturbing and and uh, very um, very scary to think about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I got mine. So I'm feeling a little, you know. <clears throat> Little someone should tell someone should tell WWE that, uh, Joe. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. I remember when the vaccines were, you know, there was there was a timeline on when they would come out, and WWE explicitly told all the employees, "We are not doing that here. We are not giving them out. It's up to the individual to go seek out your own vaccine." And then you have half the NXT locker room with the flat Earth kids and the the anti-vax kids and. Whatever they're Smooth crazy. Kids. Seriously, why are there so many crazy kids in NXT? What is up with that? Uh, I think if you just look at the indie wrestling scene, I think I you guess, have a pretty I guess high so. chance of pulling in some some real weirdos. But oh my god, I didn't know the number. It's not at fifty percent. I'm exaggerating. It's more like twenty five to thirty. But that's too high. That is way too high. So I thought they were smarter than that. Yeah. But whatever. Whatever. Any when, industry, when, that, any industry that can produce Flip Gordon, probably not. Uh, it's not a real brain trust. That's very good point. That's a very, very good point. Didn't he also pour milk into a bowl and then pour cereal on top of that and say that think that thought that that was correct as well? So he should be like um, dragged <laughs> through the streets for that for doing such a thing. Um, but uh, okay, so we're going to talk about wrestling today. We we should probably start with some news and stuff. It's kind of important we do the mm-hmm, news mm-hmm. because there's some serious stuff here. Some, oh, some yeah. good and bad, but um, here it is. Uh, last week's Monday Night Raw, this was the Raw after WrestleMania, scored 2 million viewers. That is crap. 2 million. That's all they could come up with. Mm. The should, this should, number should have been way higher 
But the Raw was very lazy, R- had zero call-ups, and nothing interesting happening. Yeah, and what, remind us, what was the main event of that Raw? The main event of Raw was a triple threat match with Randy Orton. Were you hoping that I would say I don't remember? <laughs> and that's the thing. I don't. That's why I had to ask. Yeah, it was Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, and Drew McIntyre to see who was going to face Lashley at WrestleMania Backlash. And then Drew got the fluke win because he jumped in and and claymored Orton as Orton was RKOing Braun Strowman. You're asking a guy with a good memory. That's, that's the problem. Even if that's it's true. uninteresting, I'll remember it. But, but um, the, the other point, Joe, is that yeah. any, permuta- any permutation that could have possibly come out of that main event, not interesting. Not interesting. So Don't it didn't wanna... matter. Like, which one of these guys will face Lashley? Well, not Orton because he's a heel. Mm-hmm. Braun's been playing, other than with Shane, has been playing a heel. Hmm, who could it be? Oh, it's Drew again. Got it. Why do we even have that match? Um, SmackDown Live on Fox. Two million viewers again. Wait, that's again. They didn't. The number barely bumped up at all. The SmackDown after WrestleMania. We're gonna find out why. That's the SmackDown we're about to talk about. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll see how good that SmackDown is. We're gonna find out why because okay, there were no call ups on Raw, but all of them have to be on SmackDown, right? There's a a pent up backlog of people to call up, so they must have all come out on SmackDown. I can't wait. but this is where things get interesting because this was the first week where AEW and NXT were not were now they're permanently on different nights. So we had NXT running away to Tuesdays and saying it wasn't because of AEW. Excuse me, and then we had AEW sticking around on Wednesdays. So let's start with NXT. NXT managed eight hundred five thousand viewers. That's pretty good. That's the la- yeah. the week before they had seven sixty eight. So they went up a little bit. With no competition, mm-hmm. so that's decent, right? That's not that's not getting that's not getting canceled numbers. That's not there's bad. nothing wrong with eight hundred thousand viewers at all. Oh, but AEW had one million two hundred nineteen thousand viewers <laughs> at its peak during the Jericho match. One point four million viewers. And I gotta say, we'll talk about it, but on paper and looking back, was this was this a primo AEW? I, I would argue that this was not um, their. It was. Is, it was. Not it was. Here's the thing, though. Didn't matter because WWE advertised the crap out of AEW by mistake. Because when they decided they need to be all edgy and cool to the cool kids on the internet or whatever, and they're going to have Jericho on the WWE network with Stone Cold, and you're going to talk about AEW, and you're not going to say one bad word about AEW. And you're going to make it sound like this intriguing like place that's really weird and unique and different. And you're hearing about the Bullet Club guys and all this stuff. And you're like, what? And you're a w- let's say you're WWE hardcore and you've only watched that and you only watch things on the network and now on Peacock. And that's all you care about is mainstream. You don't like the indies or whatever. And then all of a sudden you hear Jericho and all these interesting guys are on this other channel. Guess what? People watched. And it was during that Jericho match. Mm-hmm. 1.4 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks, WWE. You've made more people uh, aware of AEW's existence. Good job. Yeah, I'm proud of AEW. And you know, in theory, it's it's only a good thing because if you look back at what happened with like WWE F and WCW. Yeah. It's not that like WWE won and WCW went under because the, you know because they lost. 
they just put out a horrible, horrible show. Yes. And then all the, you know, the the, the internal stuff that happened there, they made right. it cancel it. But it was, it, remember like 2000, 2001, WCW was like laughably bad. It was, it so was it, You can't almost, blame Vince McMahon for killing WCW. Wouldn't you say though, some of the things they were trying where they were just trying anything to see if it sticks is similar to what we're going through now in WWE? The the complete lack of stars certainly feels the same. Like that's for sure to create to create anything that sticks. That's um, absolutely true. But speaking of stars, hey, guess what? Um, the big news of the week: WWE one year to the day, I believe, because I believe it was April fifteenth last year when when the pandemic just had started when WWE said, we're making record amounts of money. Let's fire everyone. And they released all these people saying, we got to we gotta get our quarter up or whatever. Well, fast forward to the other day, April 15th, 2021, um, WWE has come to terms on the release of 10 superstars. Ready for this list? Please. Samoa Joe. Why? <sighs> Billy Kay. That's... That's now, remember, we've talked about we talked about Billy Kay, and I said, "Well, there's a ceiling there, unfortunately." And you're like, "But I like Billy Kay," and I'm like, "But she's a dead end character," and, and they thought so too. So she's gone. And I, I Billy I, Kay, I thought was great, yeah. but there's yeah, no there was so much potential they could have done. I know I could have written I could have written endlessly for Billy Kay. What last that, time I was on the show, you see what she you was said? doing that um, that gimmick, looking for a new tag team, right. and but, it was so I was so thrilled about it, and it just yeah went nowhere. But did you hear what you just said? You said you would have written blank, blank for her, whatever. They don't yeah. write anything for anyone. So she's not going to work there. Peyton Royce. Wait a minute. Didn't they break Billy and Peyton up? Because they were going to do big things with Peyton. No. Okay. <sighs> Peyton Royce gone. Mickey James. Wow. So she went Head from. Scratcher. Yeah. She went from. Oh, I guess maybe the, they. I'm going to be like a trainer backstage or I've come back to teach. And they're like, no, you didn't. And they just got rid of her. So <laughs> is there other, is there any other woman in the entire roster who has as much like goodwill amongst the fan base as Mickey James does? Yeah, seriously. I don't, I don't think so. No, there's probably not. She And WWE yeah. has screwed her over how many times now? At least exactly. three. So yeah, <laughs> I, um, they're doing her a favor. They're yeah, absolutely. Her a favor. Chelsea Green. So that's, if you don't know, Upside Down Charlotte, that's um, Chelsea Green. She was um, she was on the Robert Stone brand on NXT, and then she came up one night to SmackDown and broke her wrist during a match where she was supposed to oh, win yeah. and go on to be at Survivor Series, I believe. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That's where they had that awkward finish where they, they yes. kind of flipped the script on it or something. And, yeah. the, and everyone was like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So she's well, she gone. Can, she can go join Zack Ryder at Impact, right? That's a good point. She probably will. Um, Tucker. So again, they they remember they broke up Billy Kane, Peyton Royce for nothing, and then put them in different tag teams. With Tucker, they broke up Tucker and Otis to put Otis in a different tag team. So they had no plans for Tucker. So now he's fired. <sighs> Kalisto. They broke up the Lucha House Party Dragons for no reason. They tried to make Kalisto heal. They 
didn't bother to go through with it. They had him hang around SmackDown for six months with a weird fedora on. And now he's gone. This is what, this is, what is happening? Mojo Raleigh, gone. He's one of the fire guys. Uh, That's okay. Well, we're not going to say anything about that. Bo Dallas. (laughs) Oh my God. Last week, Bo Dallas, the day before he got fired, I said, how is Bo Dallas still with the company? And Amy said, he is? And I was like, yeah, he never got fired in the pandemic. They kept him the whole time. He just sat at home and collected a check. Yeah, he's fired. And finally, this is a JT, that's a yeah, JTG. That's scenario, a JTG. Think, they were like, there, oh, was a, uh, he's still there was hired. a spreadsheet and someone just hadn't, like that yeah. cell was hidden. So they didn't see. They're like, oh my God, I thought we fired him three years ago. And finally, Wesley Blake, who is, um, you know. So let's think the Forgotten Sons, Wesley Blake, the other guy, and Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker was the racist one. That's the one they kept. Okay. Because he's big, that by tracks. the way. Because mm-hmm. he's big. And because he's, no, no joke. And because he's racist. Yeah, well, I'm saying, and because, but yes, because he's racist and he's big. So, yeah, WWE has fired those ten people. Um, what are you gonna do? They're, yeah, they're. I mean, they're, if they're gonna fire somebody, they. I think that they chose a a, a decent enough batch. But Samoa, yeah. Samoa Joe had to. He asked for. He must have asked for his release, right? You, well, you would think that. But here's the thing. I don't know his medical status. I don't know his, if he can even wrestle or when he can wrestle or if he can never wrestle again. If he can wrestle, they've made a huge mistake. But if he can't, they've made a huge mistake. We have now a stupid idiot that we haven't named yet because it's going to be, well, we'll, you know what? We'll put it in the news right now. We didn't know last, okay, so last week we did the show and at that point we knew that it was, Adnan Verk took over um, for for Liar Tom on Raw. Okay, we knew that, but we didn't know, and we knew Corey Graves moved to Raw, so we didn't know who replaced Corey on SmackDown. So we were speculating, we weren't sure. And then, right after we did the show, they announced it's Football Head. Football Head, remember him? Remember Football Head? Mm. I I personally don't because I. Never watched anything with football. Okay, fair on. enough. I, I, I listened to your shows, but I sure got my full dose this week. Football head now is the commentator with Michael Cole and SmackDown. So you got rid of a guy like Samoa Joe that wasn't perfect on commentary, but he had the experience and the color and the knowledge of being a professional wrestler. You play someone with and football, people like head. football head who doesn't know yep. what a sunset flip power bomb is. <laughs> And I'm not saying like he, he didn't know because he didn't he call exactly it. it I'm not saying he didn't know because he didn't call it. I'm saying he specifically said, "What is that? That's the mo- that's the greatest move I ever seen. What is that? <laughs> Inverted atomic drop? What does he drop? You like run on your crotch? This is what we get now. On that's a preview of SmackDown right there. Mm. And on <sighs> Samoa Joe's now gone." Please, they just, if they had just kept him locked up on commentary, just so he couldn't go to AEW or New Japan, that would have been smart. I know. Because if anyone in Can WWE you? has a, like an opportunity to go outside the company to AEW and draw draw some viewers away, it's guys like AJ, it's guys like Samoa Joe, yep. and uh, you know D- Daniel Bryan, and like Samoa Joe was like the low hanging fruit. Wrap him up, get him a contract, yep. and he's he won't. You know, I don't think he would have gone anywhere, but. I, that's why I have to believe that 
I he just must have asked for his release. I don't think they would have just let him go under the, you know uh, by mistake. That's crazy to me. Crazy, Foot, crazy, crazy. Football head. A much bigger loss than Miro. You know. Listen, I'll give football. I know. I'll give football head all the credit in the world when he had his one match in NXT at Takeover against Adam Cole. He impressed the crap out of me. Okay. Like Bad Bunny levels of that. Wow, that was really good. He really worked hard. He really didn't waste his opportunity. That doesn't mean I want to hear him talk on commentary. My mm-hmm. God, when he is unscripted, he is not good. When even when it, it listen, also doesn't. Go ahead. I'll give him his due. It also doesn't mean he doesn't try. He's got he's got a lot of energy. Mm. He sounds like he's really happy to be there. That's what I don't like. But this is him trying really it. hard. No. Oh. So, and on NXT, he was even good as far as he could cut a promo as like a heel leader or manager of a stable or whatever. He was good when he was scripted and he had a thing to say. Then he could deliver it like a heel. He did his job. Unscripted? Oh my God, it's bad. Okay. So, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, AEW News, uh, Evil East has been released from the company. Evil Released. I guess she's gone. And of course, what does she say? I don't know why they got rid of me. I tried to complain yeah. about a coach and they just, I don't know what's wrong. It's always her. That's the, the it's, I mean, it's never her. That's the problem. I don't know why no yeah. one likes me. Well, that's what I understand. I've heard the Eventually, stories. Uh, but if everyone, if everyone around you is a, is a, a butthead your whole life, sometimes you got to ask whether you're the one who's the butthead. Yeah. That's it. And you can be surrounded by idiots like this. I understand you can be, but. Mm-hmm. Was it was that the case here? I'm gonna say no. And finally, in the news, but what do I know? I wasn't there. Um, this is good. Um, Impact Wrestling's pay per view called Super Wrestle Pay Per View something April 25th. What's it called? Super Fighters. I wouldn't know because 3D. I didn't hear anybody promoting it this week, Joe. Yeah, that's a shame. I know. We got to start talking more about impact on the show. We might have to stay tuned. Like I said, later in the show, we're going to make a big, a huge announcement. And it's not that we're going to review impact, but it is something unprecedented for a smart wrestling fan. Unprecedented what we have been driven to. So, um, but Sunday, April 25th on on pay-per-view on impact plus, I guess it is. Um, We already knew the match. Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega title for title. So somebody's walking out of there unless there's a disqualification, which there could be. Um, somebody's walking out of there with with both titles. Mauro, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, mm-hmm. calling the mm-hmm. action. That's the big news. So Look if you're done with, with football head and uh, and uh, Ardvark guy, what's his name? At Verk. At Ardvark. Yeah. Okay. Adman Verk. But Ardvark is awesome, though. <laughs> I like that. I just, I don't know if I can't, I'm not sure if that's racist. So I actually don't know if I should have said that, but I just learned his that name he's an aardvark. So no, he's okay. Adnan Verk, um, Canadian broadcaster. And I, we call oh, him aardvark now. Okay. Yeah. You can't, you can't be racist against Canadians. It's okay. Well, you can't, but don't forget also like Jinder Mahal's Canadian as well. So you have to just remember, you do have to be careful sometimes about like what you're saying, but um, you know, all right. Well, my whole point was, if you if by the end of this episode, if you're done with commentary, yeah. uh, teams from SmackDown and Raw, get yourself some Morrow this weekend and, and cheer yourself up. Yes, except um, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. It's less than a week away, isn't it? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, it is. 
I, I didn't misspeak. It's this, this Sunday, right? No, it is this Sunday. That's crazy. All right. I, that I'll just means April's out. almost over. I'm, that I'm, card. It snuck up on that me. card. Yeah. It's not just Omega and Swan too. It's got a uh, Daniel. Uh, uh, Tennille Dashwood going for the women's title. Yeah. Um, and you've got the Good Brothers have a match against another tag team who, uh, oh, Finjuice. Finjuice yeah. is on that card. They're trying to get the titles I back. I in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to that one. I have a feeling that's where Finjuice drops titles too. So if you want to see that, you got to watch the whatever it's called. What is it called? Oh, uh, should I have been looking it up in the background? Super was, Rebellion. Was silent it's called Rebellion. I don't know. That's not right. TNA. It's not even TNA. Impact. Listen, we don't cover it's, that show every week, so we don't know. Um, I feel like I do every time I come back to Smart Rush. Oh, I was right. Uh, Never mind. Impact I, gets involved. I I I win. I guess it's it's uh, it's rebellion. So rebellion. Yeah, sounds right. I did get it right. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. So that's good. Let's talk about uh, probably the only decent thing in wrestling all week, which is not good to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not fair either. Because like New Japan was really good too, but we're not mm-hmm. covering that because it's not like, like they didn't have a pay per view or anything. They just had basically what is a bunch of televised, not house shows, but almost basically that. You know, still um, still really good, but still, still better very, very than good. yeah. Probably all the hours of dark and dark elevation were better than Raw and SmackDown this week too. Um, but if we'll I s- could have just put, if I could have just put Ishimori versus uh, Ishi on during Raw and just put it on loop, I would have done that. Instead. There you go. Yeah, that's much better. There you go. So AEW, uh, we had the cold mm-hmm. open. They don't usually do that with the Young Bucks saying they chose friendship when they turned last week. Because they think they might have been complacent and they weren't hungry anymore. So they want to bring back the old Young Bucks or even a newer, better version of the the old Young Bucks. So, hmm. Heels is what they're trying to say here. Heels. Yeah, you know they're bad. You know they're heels because they're all dressed in black and one of them's wearing a leather hat. So and where do we see their definitely evil. D-bag shoes they're wearing too. Yes. Yeah. So tonight it's Dax Harwood against Jericho with, unfortunately, Mike Tyson the um, terrible Mike Tyson as the special ring enforcer guy or whatever. So Tyson cuts a promo here and I don't know what he's trying to say, but MJF comes in and he says, I'm, I'm a little kid, so I don't know about you, but my dad taught me about you and he calls Tyson brother. Don't do that. No, don't no. do not do that. Um, so he gives Tyson a blank check. And he's like, here, here, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not bribing you. I'm just, here, look at this. Look at this money here. You want to help uh, Dax win? I mean, not really. And Tyson rips it up, but then he eats it, but then he spits it out. <laughs> so, I don't Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought they were doing a Tyson Hungy joke there, yeah. but then now he spits it out. That's weird. Just like uh, Johnny Hungy. Yep. I noticed that Tyson's wearing this plain white t-shirt uh, all night, but because it has this little brand patch on it that I don't recognize. That means it it's $3,000. Like yeah. Yeah. It's like a $500, a $500 deep douchebag. Uh, I think you're Oops, right. Sorry. I think you're absolutely yep. correct. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. AW tag title match opens the show. Holy crap. This was good. Uh, Pack and Phoenix against the Young Bucks with Don Callis and they're uh, going for these tag titles. So this is... This mm-hmm. is good. And this is where I wrote, Bucks wear new D-bag outfits. <laughs> and those, my and God, you know, those shoes. Can't, I can't get, 
I can't get much more excited for anything in AEW than uh, Bucks versus Death Triangle. This was so fun. Um, a bunch of tag teams are watching from the crowd, probably wishing that they were the teams in the ring. Um, oh, did you, did you notice how those tag teams that were watching were all like really spaced out in the crowd? Yes. Um, like, co- like, co- like a COVID They were coveted. But then, yeah. of course, in every other shot, you see all the jobbers just crowding around. Oh, of like, course. Elbow, yeah. Elbow to elbow, no masks. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's some great performative uh, and the thing uh, is performative COVID stuff. There. Right. And the thing is they weren't spaced out because of social distancing. They were spaced out so you could see each individual team. So they weren't clustered together. So, yeah, that's sad. Uh, well, you would think it was COVID. My brain, it has wasn't. Been, my brain has been poisoned by the, uh, by all the, 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 the COVID uh, regulations, I guess. I know that's, it's, it's, you know, you could think either way, but it really was just so we would, they'd be distinct. Um, but the Bucks do this ground-based heel like strategy. It's really good. Um, the match is just like I said, it's so good. Go out of your way to see this. It's really fun. Phoenix is just freaking amazing. Everyone in the match is great, but Phoenix, especially, I'm just watching it and going, is this guy real? This is the same guy we watched in Lucha Underground. And I thought, he's good. Now it's like, oh my God. He can do yeah. basically yeah. anything. So really good. Um, until and he never uh, botches either. A lot of luchadors, you like, yes. a lot of luchadors are botching. Or Mystico right. when he came to WWE, he, and, like, all he did was, like, was laugh, botch. Like, laughable. It is a rarity when Phoenix botches, um, and he does some really high risk stuff. But mm-hmm. low blow, of course. Uh, the young bucks are heels now, and they rip Phoenix's mask right off. So he tries to protect himself and gets kicked. And one, two, three bucks retain. What heels they are! Really good stuff. <laughs> My only complaint about the match is that Jr. will not stop talking about the the turn. The the personalities have changed. He says oh, like, I know. five or six times. Last He's week really he said on screen persona, and this week he says yes. Just 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 let us see the story unfolding before our eyes yeah. here. You know. Yeah. Hangman Page in the Dark Order backstage interview, and John Silver does shoulder rehab and acts all goofy, and you know he's going to be back within a month or so. They said so. I like That's it. Good. I feel like they're they're bringing the Johnny Hungy character from BTE to Dynamite. It's getting getting more. Oh, and they've more been. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For, for months now, it's they've great. been doing it. So, I'm glad that that TK said, "Hey, you need to do that. <laughs> Let's do that on TV. Why aren't we doing that on TV?" Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> backstage interview with Inner Circle and Evil Mike Tyson. Jericho says, "Oh, guess what? I called up Tyson and I apologize. So we're, we're friends now. We're friends." And Tyson can barely talk. I could not understand what he was saying. Oh, God. He was rambling. His MJF promo in the beginning of the night must have been a pre-tape because he yes. just gets so lost yes. here. No, it was. It was. Uh, Red Velvet versus Jade Cargill is now. Um, you know, it's a, it's it's okay. It's It's a match. It's not that long. And some wrestler in the crowd, and I can't remember who it was, looks at Jade who's carrying red velvet and says, put her down. You know, this is a wrestling match, right? <laughs> well, that's because they knew that uh, Cargill was about to throw Jade into the crowd. Right. So that's they, they were just clearly looking out for their own best yeah. interest. Ugly moonsault by red velvet. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, cause that happened. And then I remember that all the jobbers that caught uh, red velvet. Yes. They, they didn't know whether they should stop cheering 
for the match because their job is to be really loud or whether they should play dead. So they kind of do this hilarious in-between where they're all on the ground holding Red Velvet and also cheering. Oh, my God. It's really funny. Wow. (laughs) I think uh, Blue Pants was was there doing it and some other jobbers, too. I did see her there. And that made me think of the original days of AEW where there were two librarians and there was, like, no point to any of it. And I was like... It sounded like a funny, funny gimmick, but then it didn't really work in front of a live crowd at all. So that was a shame. Yeah. But, yeah. oh, Implant Buster. I forgot that's Jade's finisher, and she calls it Jaded. So that's dumb. But Jade wins, and, mm-hmm. you know, Jade's only going to get better, yeah, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. She's still she's still clearly really green, but it wasn't a bad match considering. I think Red Velvet is a – I have my eye on her. I think she's a lot better than I thought she was. Yeah. Um, they're both very, they're Carter, both very good. good match. Yeah. But Jade definitely and, has, you know, the 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 athleticism to be something, you know, whatever she wants to yeah. be. So she's huge too. She made Red Velvet look like a little oh, yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. That is very very um, true. And Red Velvet was five and zero before this match, so like her winning streak in AEW is now well, over. So that was kind of interesting. We're going to talk about that right now because Britt Baker gets interviewed with Reba, and she shows the ranking system, and she says, "Well." Red Velvet was 5-0 and now, uh, and she was at number two, but she lost, so guess what? And I was at number three. Maybe we're switching places now. So I'm going to wrestle on Dark Elevation on Monday. And, you know, her plan is just beat as many people as you can and have as many matches as possible. If, she, they, she, if they want to play the, the numbers game here and the stats game, then she can play that too. So I hope she gets the mm-hmm. junkiest jobbers of all time and beats them all. And Tony is uh, weird. Tony says, "Good luck on your future endeavors." Why? Would he, why? That's strange. Why'd you say was that? that a, wor- was, those words. Is that a nod to? No, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Okay, it's not. It's just he just chose poorly. I don't know. Mm. Is he? Yeah, I just. I. I, I I don't know if yeah I I wondered if that was like a subtle nod I, you never know what you don't whether know. these guys are choosing their words that specifically whether they're just kind of muddling through things you know I don't think Tony would do that Tony is like such a he's been such a not a sycophant not a yes man he's been something not a ride along not a looky loo what has he been okay I'll say this every time Jr says something he goes oh good call good call he's been doing that now for weeks and he won't stop like why why is it good call yeah good call just just say something to add to it don't say good call you're not critiquing hmm. jr you're, you're you're supposed to be doing a job here um oh look it's the governor Anthony agogo Oh, did they call in the governor? I had that in my notes, but yeah. on my second watch through, I didn't hear it again, so I, yeah, could, they, I took they it out. Yeah, they did. They did. And then he has the the Big Ben clock towers. Uh, yes. Sound is like uh-huh. the beginning of his music. Uh-huh. He's he's very he's like a Cockney street urchin. It's yes, great. but he's a former Olympian, and so he he has uh, the the punch that that stops the, the 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 guy. I don't know what it's called, but he's there with all the nightmare pals. And he's going to wrestle already in the ring Cole Carter, I think. And body blow! A go-go wins by ref stoppage. Like, that fast. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing that. Yeah, this so. wasn't anything. How soon before he punches somebody and they start spitting up blood? Three weeks? I give it three weeks. I'm surprised I'm surprised it didn't happen in that recap of the, the non-televised show. Because didn't he do that to Cody on the non-televised? Uh, the yeah, non-televised on, the, on the house show. Yeah, Dynamite, on the, the, the house show. Yeah, yes, show. he did. Mm-hmm. Um, very soon is the answer. 
But uh, I'm not sold on Agogo. I'll keep watching, but I'm not quite sold on him yet. I think he seems like a bit of a goof. I Maybe. think a punch is not such a strong finisher. And even I don't know. a boxer. I know he's a boxer, but I'm a big, I think that's uh, kind of overdone. I'm a big Balrog slash M. Bison slash Dudley fan, if you know what I'm saying. You're from Street Fighter. So I, I want him to be good. So Well, Balrog does like the rushing punch, right? It's different than a, yeah. the gut punch he did. Just But he also does close-up punches. Do. But yeah, he does the rushing punch. Well, good. Make his finisher a rushing punch. I like a rushing punch. That sounds great. Yeah, but you, what does he have? Wheels on his feet? Okay. He's not a cartoon Maybe they, like oh, in the game. They should get him wheelies. <gasps> that would be amazing. Do they have adult wheelies? They have of course adult they wheelies. do. I want, oh, I'm going to look at this. I want adult wheelies. Well, you should get them. Whenever I used to, before the COVID, whenever I saw anybody skating around at like a grocery store with that, I'd get really mad. And there were plenty of adults that did. And I was like, why you? How was it? And then I tackled some kids because they were in the way of me getting string cheese. So I said, punch, punch, punch. That didn't happen, but it was close. Um, JR says that Dax versus Jericho is one of the biggest matches in the history of Dynamite. Now, not only is that not true, isn't it weird, though, that it had the highest rating ever? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it's that weird? weird? Because I look at that match and, like, okay, Mike Tyson is involved in that match, so I get that that has, like, the interest there. But Jericho versus Dax on That Dave sounds Rose, like nothing. That's not a, I don't really, I don't even really want that, let alone do right. I think it's amazing. No, I understand they're saying it because it's the f- beginning of the feud with Pinnacle and Inner Circle. But as far as biggest matches in history, no. But no, my God. Not even close. But my God, the rating. <laughs> is it a, but it's not even the beginning. This is this is a hold steady because we already started the feud and we're heading to blood and guts. So we all knew what this was. But it's was the first doing. match of the feud. Uh, okay, I guess. No. If that matters. Does that matter? It that part should help with the rating. Tyson being there unfortunately helps with the rating. But the biggest thing that helps with the rating is WWE's having Jericho on the yeah, network. Promoting Jericho. I mean it's great. Jericho's great. Everyone loves Jericho. I get it. I wish he wasn't such a D. Um yeah. We'll get to, yeah, we'll get there. I didn't I didn't really care for that match so much, but we'll get there. Okay. A special look at Miro. He's trying to find Kip Sabian, but he hates wasting time. So if Kip doesn't get back soon, he's gonna go after gold by himself. So Okay. Yeah. You know, I think I, I love Miro. I think Miro's great, but I think that's a bit of a mistake. I think that Miro needs Kip, and I hope they're not taking Kip away while Miro searches for gold because hmm. I really like Kip as the mouthpiece for Miro because uh, as a live promo. I don't yeah. Know. I don't Miro's know. a mess. I don't like Miro so much. He's a mess. Stick, so. He really is. Uh, Mike, straight out of prison, Tyson is your special guest enforcer. Um, Dax Harwood versus Jericho is your match. Cash cheats so sammy beats him up so then i'm like why is tyson there again when the guys are neutralizing each other pinnacle comes out inner circle comes out it's a big cluster nonsense fight cash grabs the baseball bat tyson knocks him out sammy distracts dex harwood judas effect jericho wins what a cluster it really was and you you know you missed a couple like there were segments in there where Jericho gets hit with a microphone. Oh, no, it's all a pen to the eye. It was bullcrap. Jericho grabs, Jericho grabs a camera, which is a huge foreign yes. object, and Tyson doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, no. No, there, it, was, it was all shenanigans the entire match. And so. it was long, and a lot of it was just, you know, forearms and rest holds, too. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't like this match so much. No. It was, it was just there. 
It was more about the spectacle. Gonna from, yeah. You're going to go from uh, Young Bucks and Death Triangle to this match? I know, but uh, the point I, is, this is a different thing, and they used all those weapons or whatever to show us that w- what could happen in Blood and Guts. Because look, if he could p- poke his eye out with a pencil here, then, oh, I can't imagine what, you know, whatever. Jericho yeah. says Tyson. Say, I, I'm absolutely looking forward to Blood and Guts. I think that's going to be. Yeah, spe- me too. I haven't been let down by any crazy AEW gimmicks yet, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I agree. Tyson's Tyson's in the inner circle. Jericho tells us so. Okay. As if he didn't already know that. Because yeah, they what? Were hanging He's out standing right there earlier. Yeah. yeah. Kenny, o- Kenny yeah. Omega and Pal's interview in the parking lot. He insults the fans, and the Young Bucks say we're the best tag team ever. With the Good Brothers standing right there. Um, and Don Callis super kicks the camera. See, they swerved us. They tricked uh-huh, us. Yeah. So. One of the young bucks says, uh, they've got matches of the years coming out my ears, <laughs> which I think, I think that that's a double, that's a double plural. So it's either match so. of the years or yes. matches of the but either year, way, but pretty not, funny. Yeah, yeah, not not matches of the years. That's no, not probably right. not. Okay. That doesn't make much sense. A special look no. at Thunder Rosa. And she's like, see, they didn't fire me. They fired you, Ivelisse. And that's it. Uh, Chris Statlander. <laughs> she wins. She wins. Yeah, that's true. Chris Statlander's back in action for the first time in like a year versus Amber Nova, whoever you are. It's an okay match. Driver thing. Statlander wins. I really like Statlander a lot, but this wasn't much of anything. So I couldn't really no. judge anything here. So. Uh, JR, uh, I have to. I have to. Oh my she God! His I got I got to be careful. Political, to... politically correct. I'm not allowed to say she like leaned up a little bit. If I say that, the internet's gonna kill me. Oh my God! Barbecue hat. Yeah. Political. Yep. I gotta be. I gotta be politically correct. Arr, barbecue. And oh Jr. God. buries her Andromeda galaxy. Oh, of course. He's like that's gimmick. right over there by uh, by uh, Schenectady or whatever. It's like. No, yeah, yeah. he didn't say that. He said something else. Whenever but, he says crap like that, I always remember Jr. You like he presided over the entirety of the the ministry gimmick in WWE. So I wow. can't take Jr. seriously anytime he tries to denigrate gimmicks. You know. Wow. All I know is he just the, the less I listen to him, the the happier I am. That's all. Yeah. Bex, the, the, really, the only yeah. the only thing of note coming out of this is just Statlander was the last person to pin Sheeta. I think one on one. And so right? you imagine okay. that that's where they're heading here, right? I, right. That'd be nice. Oh, oh, and Joe, Joe, do you know who Chris Statlander's real life boyfriend is? <sighs> not Orange Cassidy, right? No, it's not Orange Cassidy. In, an, actual, you, an actual, an actual alien. It's oh. somebody. It's some. It's somebody you know, but it's not somebody in AEW. But I know them. Yeah, like you know I know them personally, or I just know you. of them. No, you know them from TV. Oh, I know them from TV. I feel like I should know this, but I I don't have a clue. It's, um, if you didn't, you will never guess it. Then, well, hold on. What? Where are they from? All right, I'll, I'll hone it. It's from it's a uh, TNA. Impact. Somebody from TNA. Uh, mm-hmm. it's not another Chris, is it? I'm not going to give you any more hints. Well, what? That could be just one more hint. Is their name, right. is their name be, Chris? I'm not going to give it to you. Oh my god! There's only like there's only like ten ten people on that show. Uh, okay, I give up. It's uh, Caleb with a K. Oh my god! I would. You're right. I would have never got that. So it's Chris never. with a K you and Caleb with a K. That. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. I have nothing against him. I don't I know just, him. I found that out, and I thought that was just that was kind of a, a very bizarre huh. to me. I don't know. Weird. Obscure. Weird. 
It is strange stuff. Um, okay. Well, now I know. Yeah. That's the thing. It is. Backstage Team Taz interview. Do they ever wrestle ever? They're slowly morphing into into the Dark Order a little bit. Is that what it is? They just stand around? Yeah. Taz, they stand around and they try to recruit people. Right. Taz still wants Christian to join the group. He's like, he's going to join us? I think it's Christian Coins. And then he tells Ricky Starks and Cage to stay. He's like, you guys stay backstage because uh, that segment doesn't involve you. And I'm going to... I'm going to sign Christian myself with Hook. What? What does that mean? With Hook? Okay. He's going to get his hooks into Christian. That's it. Tony's in the ring. Christian comes out for an interview. Before Christian could say even more than two words, Taz comes out with Hobbs and Hook. And Taz is mad and acts like a child. And he's like, hey, Christian, you don't respect me. Give me an answer. And Christian says, Okay, I didn't want to do this like in, in in the public like this, but your group sucks and is junk and you're short and no. And Taz curses at him and Christian says the weirdest line. He's like, what are you going to do, Taz? Because Taz is like, I ain't so short when I'm standing on my wallet there. And Christian yeah, it's full goes. Of coins. Yeah, it's full of coins. And Christian goes, yeah, that must have been all that bingo, mo- bingo hall money. Bingo hall money? How many jobs has Taz had since then? And Taz gets really offended. And he's like, I, I've wa- worked since then. What are you talking about? That, I, Edge sucks too. Like, what? I swear, Joe, I swear I've heard Taz use that line about his wallet to make him taller too. Oh, he's, he God, said it. He has said it. Did he say it on WWE TV once? He or might have said it on his podcast. He might have said it on his podcast and on Twitter. It's one of his, he's, he's clearly I, an angry short guy because he has a go-to, I'm not that short Yes. Guy. Yeah. He gets really upset at the short thing. And then he tries <laughs> to play it off like, that's just a gimmick. No, it's not. You know, you know, I love to think that Christian knew to say that because I think he, did. he spent so I, long but, in WWE okay. with Taz. Taz's reaction to it when he curses a Christian tells me that Christian knew to do that to, to get him. Yep. Yeah, it's great. So Hobbs and Christian fight. Hook can't do anything because he's like 12. Hobbs beats up Christian. So I guess we don't get a match. And then, of course, no, what do they say? This was, pr- this was promoted as Christian's challenge. So we all kind of it sounded kind of vaguely like there was going to be a match, right? That's why I said I guess we don't get a match because this was going to be a match. And AW doesn't <sighs> usually do a bait and switch like that. But to be fair, they never said it was Christian versus Hobbs, so that doesn't count. But then Jared's like, oh, this is going to lead to a great matchup. And then guess what? Next week, Sheeta versus Ty, Sheeta versus Ty Conti. Oh, and TK has just told us that it's Hobbs versus Christian with a graphic like 30 seconds later that we already have ready to go. <sighs> yeah. You didn't and, mention the one that I'm actually excited about, which is Trent versus Penta. I'm not there yet, but start. Ricky Starks well, against Hangman Page. They, they announced them all together. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And Trent versus right. Penta. Thank you. Because I called it Trenta versus Penta. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's going to be a good. Uh, that'll be a good match. How could it not be? Yeah. yeah. I love Penta. Yeah. You know how you know how you're like you're definitely afraid of uh, of Brock Lesnar. You oh, you're afraid of him terrifying. like the Minoru Suzuki and way. Jo- uh, I, I think yeah, Larry's afraid of uh, Sabu and yeah. New Jack. I'm super scared of Penta, and it's not just the skeleton I, thing. I just let think me tell it's terrifying. You, let me tell you, I got really close to him at Lucha Underground tapings, and he is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Just yeah. to let you know. So there you go. Main event, TNT title match, falls count anywhere. It's Matt Hardy against Darby Allen. Oh my God. JR won't shut up at the beginning of this match about WWE TLC matches and the Hardys against the Dudleys. Why? That has nothing to do with this company. Please stop. Why is he talking about that? This isn't a ladder match. Because he knows. But he Does knows he know about the ladder spot? A, yep. That's oh my is. God. I hate him. He's, this is this, in his head. JR's thinking, "Oh, this is the this is the the, the gimmick match, the, the spot match. When I get to the spot match." Now, don't forget, this was the pre-recorded show of the week. So, yep. Why? Okay, so Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Speaking of pre-recorded, they watch from the exact same spot as last week because this was recorded at the same time. So they're just still up in the crowd, like at the same seats. Uh, Oh, look, chair shot and chair and chair and also a chair to Darby. And then Darby grabs the chair and chair and chair and chair. And then Butcher and Blade and Pals come out. And then Darby eats a trash can to the face. Dark Order comes out. Oh, my God. We already had one of these clusters tonight. Do we need two? Sting comes out. Now Sting's beating up Private Party all by himself. Lance Archer comes out. He attacks Private Party and stares at Sting. There's still a match going on. And even Tony says, there's too many things to keep track of. I don't even know what to look at. He doesn't even know what to look at. Yeah, that's not a good sign. No. Low blow by Matt Hardy, which is legal in this match. Twist of chair neck. Backstage, Matt jumps off a ladder and leg drops Darby Allen through a table. Oh my God, barbecue sauce. I'm a spoiler. Low blow by Darby. And he kills Matt with a baseball bat. I've never seen anyone use a baseball bat that violently, like in a long time. I Wow. He's hitting yeah. Matt pretty hard. They destroy the announce desk. And then he climbs a tower, coffin drop to Hardy through the announce table, and Darby retains. Not a bad match yeah. when they were actually wrestling, but my God, too many things happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And th- that was a good match. I don't know if I would say that that was like a, a main event of your first match of, un, you know, this is like the undisputed era of AEW with NXT out of the way. And That's this true, was, but, you know, but it had Matt all Hardy, the, Darby, Darby it had all the action. Main event. Yeah, it had all the action to keep keep an audience, but my God, please keep this these clusters down to a minimum, especially when you're never, ever, ever going to do a disqualification, and it's always just the referee ends up looking like a moron. And I understand this match is fine because there's no disqualification, whatever, but when the other matches are happening and all these people are interfering and doing all these things, just, just please just stop. And I don't know that we needed this the same night as we needed a match where you're sticking pens in people's eyes and stuff. So, but whatever, well, it's still. And we didn't even say, it, but in that match, uh, uh, Aubrey, Ref Aubrey, what's her name? But she was yeah. looking straight at them when they were jamming pens in each other's eyes. And that was a DQ match. But I guess yep. Mike Tyson was the enforcer, so it's really yep. his fault. So we're just going to let it go and he'll take care of it. Yep. You got it. <sighs> so, listen, as problematic as that was, it was still a fun show. It was still mm-hmm. a creative show. I still trust them that next week's show will be good. Wow. It's like, that's how you deliver a show where even if there's problem, little problems here and there that I had a problem with, next week we reset the whole thing and you have fun again and you just look forward to it and it's great. Wow. What a concept. Yep. But I, if I was AEW, 
Yeah. I would have scrambled to put together one of their many in-between pay-per-views on to, as a, if nothing else is a celebration yeah. for this show, but that's just me. I, I mean, know, but they no don't like sleep, doing, they do no not Omega. like doing the rush thing like that. They don't. Yeah. I'm sure it's hard to do too. Like, uh, you T- know, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. take too much away. TK doesn't want to rush. And then fun. TNT gets mad when he does, because they want to advertise everything in advance. So, but like you said, Which it's still good. a good show. It's nice to be on a network that advertises for you. Yes. You know? And where they actually care and they're like, oh, wait, don't do too many more surprises because then nobody knows and our rating can't go up. If you advertise certain things, certain big events or a big reveal or whatever, that, and then deliver, your rating is going to be even higher. So give us a chance to advertise for you. And it's great when TNT has, you know, basketball and stuff going on. They get those real, yep. they get real and you get the little plug in there on a real USA, sport. There are times when I remember USA, like they just pretend that WWE doesn't exist. Like they're ashamed of having it on their yep. network. That's absolutely right. So I have an email from Ian, AEW Ian. He says, before I talk about Dynamite, let me urge you in the Smart Wrestling Fan Galaxy to watch Danny Limelight versus Konosuke Takashita. Um, he says, pronounce this way, just in case Larry has to read it, from Elevation this week. I know you guys don't review the YouTube shows, and with good reason, but this would be the best 10 minutes of wrestling you see this week. Ooh, okay. Limelight match. Got it. Dynamite itself was a very good show and had fixed most of the pacing problems they had encountered last week. It also provided an object lesson in the difference between good heat and bad heat. Good heat. I hate the young bucks now. They acted like jerks. They cheated to be two of my favorite wrestlers. Oh, to beat two of my favorite wrestlers. They're a couple of scumbags. I will eagerly await to see someone beat them up and take their titles. Makes sense. Bad heat. I don't want this convicted rapist on my TV, meaning Mike Tyson, and I will fast forward through talking segments he's in. His presence makes me lose interest in a match. Yeah, he shouldn't be on TV. The former is self-explanatory, but it's hard to overemphasize how much the presence of Tyson hurt my interest in the Dax versus Jericho match, which is a shame because they did a really good job and furthered the Pinnacle versus Inner Circle story very well. Still, that was a bum note and otherwise excellent show. I especially enjoyed the main event, particularly when the cameras had to follow three different fights simultaneously and managed to do it with less camera cuts and WWE uses for one man punching another man in the face. That is funny, Ian. Um, thanks for the email. Um, but yeah, but yeah. you you must admit though it was too much, too much, just too far. Too yeah. many things. Too it, many people. I would say I would say that show was was good. Was okay to good. I wouldn't say that show was excellent personally. Yeah. When they have so many free TV shows that are excellent when they do their many pay per views, that was a rebuild show. It was, right. it was it was okay. Yeah. And then I have a short one about Mike Tyson um, here. It says, Jeremiah writes in and says, I, th- I think I have a plan for AW to right the wrong of employing Mike Tyson. <gasps> if they could, please, without acknowledging any change has been made, simply replace him with somebody else and call that person Mr. Dream. That would be the gre- greatest 180 imaginable. Please pass this idea on to those in power. With regards and hope Larry's status has improved. Jeremiah. Yes, that is a good joke. I like that. Yeah. Very yeah. good. This one's smart. Yeah, this one's for you, Larry. Wow. We all all miss you. Uh Hopefully we'll be back soon, but you know, he's gotta get healthy though. It's that it's that darned COVID. The COVID. It's that darn that darn COVID. Can you can you say it like Taz for me, Joe? It's that effing COVIDs. 
The COVID's gotten his veins. Yeah. He had COVID last year. So this is not good that it's still no. you know, attacking him every once in a while. It's bad. But I've heard, you know, not everybody has a great story with it where like Drew McIntyre was like, oh, I pooed myself up, but I'm not some kind of pansy. So I just punched the COVID, knocked it out. And I was I perfectly fine. Yeah, not everybody's sorry, but not everybody has that. A lot of people are like a year into having it and they, you know, they have breathing problems that are permanent and they have hair loss that's permanent and they have all these other weird issues that you wouldn't even think of. Um, yeah. And it's I know, awful. I know, I know people. I know people too, Joe. Uh, okay. Living in New York, right, when this all kind of broke out. Yeah. Um, it was really, It was really scary here for, you know, for a couple of months of just without getting into details, just never ending like yeah. horror, real right. horror. I, you don't have to tell me, but I, I yeah, yeah. I, it's bad. It's real bad. So, um, thanks for that email. And then, um, and that, and that cheery follow-up. <laughs> uh, do you have another, I'm sorry. Did you say you had another email, Joe, or are we moving I have, on? A, I have a general and then we can move the smack down. I love general emails. So those, yeah. those are the best emails. So this is the best. This is from Executive Moonbeam. She says, Dear Joe <gasps> and Octopus Mask, the stupidest thing in wrestling this week is when one podcasting co-host flew 2,200 miles to check on the health and well-being of another podcasting co-host only to be shut down by a 187-year-old hospital volunteer. Well, at least I know Mr. Mutant Larry wouldn't do the same for me. That is a long story, but... <sighs> wow. Wow. Mm. Uh, I don't even know where to begin on that one. <laughs> as some, as someone whose whose uh, elderly mother is a hospital volunteer, yeah. I sympathize with you having to deal with uh, <laughs> to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> we have to follow the protocol. Yes, but what if they're dying? Well, that would be a different story. What if you traveled three thousand miles to get here? Well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> what? That's it. Oh my god. Okay, but anyway, uh, yeah, let's do SmackDown because I, I hated it and I can't wait to talk about it. And then we're going to have breaking smart wrestling fan news. All right, Joe. <clears throat> SmackDown. Well, well, I should let you know my lead into SmackDown was yeah. Wheel of Fortune. The well, then you got a much better show there. Exactly. The, the final answer to Wheel of Fortune was creamy artichoke dip. That and, sounds way uh, better than this. Yeah, yeah uh, that's why I'm telling the story. Did and you? As Pat Sajak. Yeah. No, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. As Pat Sajak chatted with Vanna White over the credits, you know, as they like to do, he said he likes to eat creamy artichoke dip with his bare hands and he mind rubbing it all over his face while Vanna just sort of gawked at him and said, well, that's weird. Wow. And, uh, that moment. Yeah, that moment really set the stage for an awkward and somewhat stomach turning uh, smackdown that I was about to encounter. <laughs> That's amazing. So oh that my was God. My, that was the so, beginning of my Friday night. Let me tell you my uh, Wheel of Fortune story. When I was on Wheel of Please. Fortune, uh, no, I wasn't on Wheel of Fortune, but um, the other night on Wheel of Fortune, if you watched, um, <laughs> this was amazing. So they do that they're during the final round, and it's not creamy spinach artichoke dip or whatever, but it was, um, he says, okay, here we go, R, S, T, L, and E, you pick some letters. So the guy picks some letters, and he's like, okay. All you got, uh, oh, all you got was a letter A. Uh, and Pat goes, well, I'd rather be standing here than there, quite frankly. 
Guess what the puzzle uh, answer was? Uh, quite frankly. Correct. Wow. No one even noticed. Wait. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You think, oh, you think he didn't know. He just said that. Those were just words he said. No, of course he knew. Of course he he knew. He didn't know. He was trying, he was trying to feed an amazing moment. That's what no, I don't Joe, think you, so. got, you got hoodwinked. I don't think I did. This is You're a guy that rubs Joe. spinach and artichoke dip on his face. He, or at least likes to talk about it. Got a couple live ones here, Vincent. Come on. <laughs> 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 that means get a load of the mark. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I could go either way on uh, yeah. that one. I could believe that it, he said it on purpose. I could believe that he said it by accident and pretend that he, did, he didn't mean to say it. I could believe a lot of things on this one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not stupid. So um, let's right. do let's do our SmackDown review. All right. Let's, must let's do it. be Episode better than Wheel of smart, Fortune, right? Smart 13 goes to the Scooby-Doo fan. Here we go. <sighs> no, I'm just – okay, SmackDown. Firm Flam right. opens up the show. Uh, okay, so we start out with a Mania recap uh, open. And just like you said last week, Joe, the recap is uh, uh, smash them, stack them, uh, and uh, pin them footage. How many right? people so even that's, noticed that's what that? They're going with. How many people even caught that before this week? We said it on the show a week ago, and then on SmackDown, they explained it. Twice. Twice mm-hmm, they explained mm-hmm. it. But yeah, you, you got it. You got it. I give you credit, Joe. Um, and Michael Cole opens up the show and introduces us to our good friend, Football Head, who I, I got to say, starting out, I had no idea who this is, only from listening to your show. Oh, um, But, uh, we, yeah, Michael Cole introduces him, and uh, he, he has a podcast. So he's a podcaster. And, oh, my God. Uh, former NXT, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> Here we go. All right. So Roman starts the show out and he comes out real slow. As, Michael, uh, it's, a dr- it's a dream come true to be here. I can't even believe I'm here. This is like a dream. It's a dream for me. I'm marking out, bro. Oh, you already stole. You already walked a little from a marking out, bro. Comparison. I'm just going right, to keep, um, I'm just going to keep imitating him all night. All right. I'll let you just, I'll let you do it. Okay. Um, the crowd, of course, you guys stopped noting it on the show, but the crowd just sounds like underwater bees. It is underwater bees in a, in, hold on, underwater bees in a PVC pipe. In a PVC pipe, right. Or Vuvuzuelas from the, the World Cup. That's it. Um, Roman, Roman. Wait, is that didgeridoos? That's different. Okay. Didgeridoos is very different. Yeah. Yes. Um, that would be if they were on an Australian tour. Right. Uh, as Roman walks out. So yes, he's a legend. Do we call active guys legends? Doesn't matter. Well, no, we'll but back to that. that's be- yeah, that's yeah. problems and problematic. You know, I don't think football heads delivery is all that bad at first. This being my first encounter, mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty happy with him right off the bat. He's got good energy. He brings some good. He energy does. He's very show, very excited. But that's it. Right, right. Mac, uh, I'm just gonna call him football head. Football head okay. points out that uh, Daniel Bryan is a Hall of Famer. So Roman pinned two Hall of Famers with Edge because Edge is a Hall of Famer. Um, okay, I don't know that it works that way that you can just why, say he's a Hall of Famer. But, why is he? He's uh, not a what? But why are they trying to what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Football head compliments Roman's shoe game, and I'm starting to turn on him very quickly. Yeah. Don't want to hear about shoe game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he says that Roman Reigns is a monster. Is that his character? Nope. He's a monster? That's no. kind of a loaded term nope. in wrestling. 
You can't, you're not allowed to say monster unless it's Braun Strowman. So, um, the crowd is chanting, you suck, you suck at Roman, which is, of course, that fake really obnoxious, you know, that fake crowd. And Football Head has to point, he has to say, uh, no, Roman doesn't suck. And he goes on about the crowd being despicable and asks him to keep it down. <gasps> so so yeah, he's, he's another he's guy that doesn't know if he's a face or a heel. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Roman makes his entrance, Joe. I clocked it for seven minutes. Well, we totally listen to football head talk. So if it sounds like I'm doing a lot of football head recapping, it's because he talked a lot. Minutes. Also, his football head's gimmick is to mumble over top of the entrance music. So half the things he's saying, I don't know what he's saying unless I rewind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm listening to the show with headphones and I can't pick up half of what he's saying. Yep. <sighs> Roman pretends to be interrupted multiple times by the fake "you suck" chants. Yeah, I hate why it. Why would they? The, yeah, why would the fans be chanting that know. in real life? They didn't boom at Mania, did they, nope. Joe? No, only a little. Maybe not. Not like that, but no. Um, so Paul Heyman starts the promo. Points out Edge is a Hall of Famer, married to a Hall of Famer. Brian is married to a Hall of Famer, and Brian's a shoe in Hall of Famer. My God. Everyone in WWE is a Hall of Famer already. Tonight. I guess because okay, Coco Beware is a Hall of Famer, so everybody's a Hall mm-hmm. of Famer. Um, but uh, Roman won. Roman talks and says that he Babe Ruth it, called his shot. This is only <gasps> only decent enough line. It's awesome. He has an awful new T-shirt design. Uh, he says that these Hall of Famers uh, were embarrassed by him. So again, he reiterates that hmm. Brian's a Hall of Famer, um, which makes no sense, and he's not okay. And he, he says that they all acknowledge that he embarrassed them. I don't know. I don't what remember he's that. About. No, he, he gets super lost. He gets super. He gets flustered in this promo. Um, but the bottom line is that nobody wants to face him now. He has no challengers. And this was a weak, weak promo. Um, he wants Paul Heyman to fire up the jet so they can get out of here. But what, what jet? For what? I don't going know. On, you only wrestle in one place. Right. Where's Where he going to go? Yeah. Are you going to the next town to come back to Jacksonville? <laughs> He's going to follow uh, Lee Marshall, the WCW <laughs> Tony the Tiger Review or whatever. Right, right. And here we go. Uh, Cesaro comes out. Okay. Um, you know, Football Head lets us know, you know what? It takes a lot of gut sack to come out and interrupt Roman. Oh, my God. <laughs> it takes, takes a lot of gut sack. That's not a thing. Funny. No, it's not. It's, so, it's almost a thing. It's almost a thing you shouldn't wow. say. It's pretty funny. Um, Cesaro is taller than Roman Reigns. So yeah, Roman's a real monster. You really see it when they're back, when they're, you know, standing eye to eye. But this is going to be good. I can't wait till Cesaro, he's stepping up to be in the main Mm -hmm. event to talk to, oh, he's not, Reigns leaves. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No respect for Cesaro. But hey, Joe. On the bright side, you know me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an apologist. Thankfully, uh, Cesaro uh, is saved from having to cut a live and ring promo. So you no, know, but I, I thought he could step up and do something cool. You know, mm, WWE did not agree. Oh, okay. They keep promoting that Cesaro got his first win at WrestleMania and earned respect. You know, Michael Cole got his first win <laughs> at WrestleMania too. Does he get a title match? Too? No, and he doesn't get no, respect doesn't. Okay. either. Um, <sighs> this is this where Cole says it. He says, tonight, we're going to take a look at the single most impressive moment it's not, not yet, in not WrestleMania yet. history. I think He says it here. No, it's after the backstage thing with uh, Fine. Adam Pierce and Sonya. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm that's wrong. when they show it. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Right, the single so. most impressive moment, I don't remember if he said in WrestleMania or WWE history. And I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we go back. Cesaro has hit the backstage with Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, and he demands a match with Roman Reigns. Okay. And Sonya says, you know, she'll talk to Roman and see if he accepts. And for some weird reason, Cesaro is like, really? Hmm? Okay. He makes this face like he's like shocked that this worked. Um, only because only because he expected to talk to Pierce, and Pierce always says no because he's like he has to listen to everything that Reigns says. So that's why he was shocked. But once again, Sonya Deville, she was acting like heel. Now she's being a face. I don't know what's going on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And Adam Pierce doesn't react in any way to let you know no. that he feels one way or the other. So it's no. not like there's tension there. This is this is bad. Strange. But here's your moment on the commentary. Here's Here your is. moment. We get a recap of the UFO. Football head says WWE premiered the UFO at WrestleMania. Really? So all the times I saw it at the like down the street when I lived in on the East Coast, and I saw it down the street from my house, and I I watched it in in the in the VFW hall or whatever it was. I I, okay. Well, that wasn't WWE. Got it. UFO. The UFO, Michael Cole tells us, is the unidentified flying opponent. Right, even though they are identified, because it doesn't make any sense at all. Yes. And just because Michael Cole says it, that makes it very lame. Yeah. Um, And the fact that Football Head says WWE premiered it, does that mean it was planned out? Like, it's is wrestling? Oh, like this guy dropped the title. You mean like that? Yeah. Yes, yes. So anyways, they, yes, they show in full Cesaro doing the airplane spin and tossing uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, which is a, pr- a pretty fun move. There's nothing wrong it, with it. A, it's really cool. Except yeah, to call it the cool. most impressive thing in WWE history. What? Yeah. What are they talking about? I don't know. They're drunk. They're all Remember drunk. When Hogan slammed Andre or... When, nope, that uh, doesn't count. Brock- nope. Doesn't Brock Lesnar botched a shooting doesn't, star press. Doesn't you know, count. Those great, those no. great moments. When when Chris Benoit killed all those people at WrestleMania, that doesn't count. Killed, nope. killed them. No. Um, so okay. So so far, this sure doesn't feel like the SmackDown after WrestleMania. This is like repeat, like city. What is this? Oh wait, what's this next match? Well, Joe, we're getting we're getting the hot new program of Cesaro versus Roman. It's it's happening. So, uh, <clears throat> so that's great. You know, it's it's like a re, it's like a reset. It's like a reboot. All right. So the next match, uh, first match, I should say, it's Otis versus Mysterio. What we what and, again? Yeah, <laughs> Otis and Gable come Wait, out. And we're after and WrestleMania. This, Why do we have to see this again? What this the video? They even give us a video package that points out that this is a rematch of a recent match. A recent match that didn't happen at WrestleMania, so it's it's that unimportant of a match that it wasn't yes. even a WrestleMania rematch. It's a rematch of something that happened recently on SmackDown. Neither of these guys were even at WrestleMania. No, no. So Mysterio's out with Dominic. He's in jeans. Uh, Dominic is in jeans and a polo, which just makes him look like some scrawny guy at the mall. Yes. He, yeah. Batista can wear a polo to the ring. Dominic, you cannot wear a polo to the ring. Dominic Mysterio. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. I said Dominic Mysterio. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like an Aeropostel kid for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Ray is a surefire Hall of Famer too. Everyone's oh my God. Oh. Enough. And and so Football Head, you know, Joe, I know you hate Football Head. I'm still on the fence about him. He's got good energy and I'm enjoying having 
a two-man booth and no three-man booth here, Joe. I yeah, don't but except for SmackDown was already a two-man booth. SmackDown was already Cole and Graves. It was perfectly fine. Okay, okay. I'm so used to the three-man booth I know. being thrust upon me. Because as everyone, if you're not, if you're listening to the show, you should know I'm one of those fabled smart wrestling fan listeners who listens to the show but does not typically watch wrestling. Because you're smarter than us. Yes, that's right. I'm a smart wrestling fan. You are. Why? That's why it's in the name. Yes. That's right. I spend my time doing more valuable things than watching this terrible, terrible show. You're very intelligent for doing it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Okay, so uh, Rey Mysterio wins the match with a roll up. And uh, something tells me that this match isn't over. No, it's going to keep going and going and going and going forever. And that's a shame because either one of these teams needs to break away from the other because the tag championships need attention. All right, more on that later. Yeah. All right, we see Paul Heyman backstage with Kayla Braxton for an interview. And there's there's a guy on the ladder in the background fixing some plumbing or something. And we head to commercial. That was weird. Yep. We come back and Paul Heyman does his promo. He says Cesaro's not on Roman's level. Yeah, he rips Cesaro apart, says he's a joke, and then he's a Neanderthal, and it's a shame that but the Mania said, match was a blight on Seth. Right. And he says he has like buck teeth and stuff. What is he talking about? Well, Cesaro busted his teeth on the ring post. Yeah, but that doesn't time, make does him have, have buck teeth. Does he understand? Has he seen Kevin Dunn? <laughs> It could be a rib on Kevin Dunn. I don't know. I, sure. I hope it was. But uh, Paul goes on to say that the rain at WrestleMania was angel tears because Roman is scared. Yes, that something. was terrible. I Look, I, I love Paul this, Heyman, but that was a stretch. It's a stretch, but it gets worse. Paul says that Cesaro was a quizzling. You know, what's, a, what's a quizzling, Joe? Do you know what a quizzling is? I, am I supposed to know this? Okay, I looked up what a quizzling was because okay. he said it very clearly. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what that was. And Quisling was a not. It's a name for a Nazi collaborator, a traitor. There's Are a guy you serious? Like I swear to God, he went to the Hague and was tried in the Hague, and that's like that's become like a phrase for a traitor. Okay, that's what terrifying. Wow, why would he say I that? I don't know, and I want to. I want to say that I'm mistaken. No, you're not. I'm looking clear, it up right now. You're right. Oh my God. Quisling. Yeah, yeah, it dropped its Nazi meaning, and now it just means traitor. But still, wow. He could have said Benedict but, Arnold. He could have said anything. He said Quisling. Listen, how could he? Yeesh. So, you want to say he's a, want, you want to say that Cesaro's a traitor? Then bring up the fact that he's a former Paul Heyman guy. <gasps> then that makes some It's like they don't even remember sense. that. They don't remember that. Joe, does anyone, does anyone no. remember, or does anyone say or mention on the show the whole point of which is Cesaro versus Paul Heyman and Roman? Does anyone mention the fact that no. Cesaro was a Paul Heyman guy? No. Nope. That's seven years ago already, by the way, that he was a Paul Heyman guy. It's crazy. Oh, God. Anyways, I mean, it would it would have been fine to dig up the past like that because we're acknowledging that he's had a mediocre career. So yeah. it's not like it would have hurt Cesaro to bring up that failed past, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Joe, have you heard about this? This amazing new thing that WWE de- debuted called the UFO? Oh! Have you heard about this? No, but... but Michael I Cole wonder- lets us know all about the UFO here in this segment. Whoa, this is crazy. And Jey Uso is going to have to contend with this. What's he going to do about the UFO? And they, this time they set it to this uh, epic cinematic music. So it's like Lord of the Rings UFO version. So when 
Oh my god. <laughs> I that's that's two. Get that's two times down, they've showed this. Okay. All right. All right. Sam, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's out for a promo. Okay. Uh, he recaps all about Logan Paul. So you mean that really sociopath? Up. You just gave him I, some hits. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. My uh, God. I'm not. Well, I'm not going to talk about it, anyways. Um, Owen is <laughs> out, so we can go to break and to put an end to Sami's ramblings. And there's a match made over the break, of course, because that's how things work. Yes. So Sammy was supposed to get some sense stunned into him at WrestleMania, but here we are reliving the same beef under the same conditions once again. Footballhead lets us know that these are two of Canadians' finest human beings of all times. What? That's a quote. Yeah, and Cole has to say, no, people hate Sammy Zayn. What are you doing? Don't unravel the people's characters. Hmm. Football head asks, uh, what a sunset flip powerbomb is called when he, he sees it. He says, Whoa, That's thing what's I've that? I've never seen anything like that before. This is the match that does it. I hate this guy. I, I just can't stand this guy. Oh my God. And I I'm pretty sure he energy, said but... like two of the banned words tonight too. He said hates and he said kill or something. I, I'm pretty sure he, he's in big trouble already. And and this is where I wrote in my notes that he's like he's like Matt Stryker and he's just always marking he's marking out, bro. Oh my god, I can't believe I oh, when he saw Rey Mysterio against Otis, he said, I can't believe I get to see this from my own with my own eyes up close and personal. Oh my god. <laughs> really? I never yeah, you know, I never would have believed eight years ago or so that I would be so uninterested in a match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. But uh, Sami Zayn gets counted out, so it's even worse than you think. Oh my god, so they, WrestleMania rematch, they don't even have a finish. This is, by the way, of course, this is the second rematch of the night, of oh. two matches. Oh my god. And this, this isn't over, yeah. Owens brings Sami back into the ring and stuns him. So maybe it is over? Nope. I don't know, maybe, maybe he stuns him since back into him? I don't think so. Because what are either of these guys going to do? Without the other? reconcile their differences and please form a tag team mm, not please. now not so right can, now so we can put an end to what's about to happen in a few minutes uh, we get apollo cruz in a promo with uh his buddy aziz um yeah commander aziz they, na they name checked him i told people last week that that was going to be his name um because mm -hmm. they had trademarked it um yep. and that's it that is dabakato yabba dabba doo <laughs> His face um, is like a giant infant's face. There, how are we supposed to believe that, that this man? How are we supposed to believe that this man was like a, a commander in an army? He looks like a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, he needs some stubble. He's got to quit shaving. Oh my god, no this good. guy! No good. He's no. a little. He's a big little kid. You know, Apollo Cruz's accent. By the way, this is my first time hearing his new accent. Oh my it's god, more cool in and runnings out. than Black Panther. Yes, that's my note. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I love this. We get a very audible three, two, one countdown coming back to Apollo after they uh -huh. replay the Commander Aziz yep. footage from Mania. So they're 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 throwing back to Apollo on mic. Mm -hmm. I love that. 
And yeah, watch out for the Nigerian nail, Joe. I gotta watch out for that Nigerian nail. That's it's the, the Nigerian nail. No, it's the nail. It's the nail. But <laughs> nail, yes. It took me a minute to figure it out. Uh, it's like the Umaga Samoan spike. Okay, it's anyways, exactly like that. I've given that too much time already. <sighs> All right, street profits. Oh, street profits. Street profits hit the ring, and they're here for a celebration. Cole okay. Tells us. Oh mm-hmm. God. Anytime they weren't even at WrestleMania, for, so I don't know what they're celebrating. What are they celebrating? Anytime I hear there's a celebration, I just want to turn it off. Yep. Uh, Cole tells us that they are also here for a title match. What? Oh. Joe. So it's a Joe, party okay. title match? Follow me on this. I, Joe, I've been I've been on SWF three times before uh, reviewing SmackDown. Let's and the last time you were on, they had this match, didn't they? December 11th, 2020. Montez Ford versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. December 18th, 2020, Dolphin Rude versus Street Profits for the title. Oh I took God. a little break there, Christmas time. Had a, you know, I had my contractually obligated yep. vacation. January 8th, Dolphin Rude versus Street Profits for the tag title. So you're again. saying every time you reviewed SmackDown, that was the match? That's right. I have the I have the werewolf's curse. I've been drinking that, the Wolfsbane, Joe. Wolfsbane. This that is a that is a serious problem. No. That's no good. No. That's no good. I I can't believe it's real, but it's real. I believe also that last time I was on the show, we were taught we were trying to think of who could face them before the tag titles. And it was all the same people that are also still tag teams, but yeah. not in the tag picture. The, wow. It's just it's a hold steady now for three months. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Okay, but you know, I gotta say. <clears throat> This is kind of nice. They're here to talk about the history making uh, the Street Profits. Here to talk about the history making Sasha versus Bianca match, and they actually give a obnoxious, yes, but respectful intro, and then roll a nice video package for that match. Yeah. And uh, this is nice because after the package, Belair comes out to celebrate with her real life husband Montez Ford. Yep. Have they ever recognized that before on WWE uh, Yes, video? not only once in a while, but yeah, they they do say it once in a while. Okay. Um, we get the you know the looping EST chant, which is terrible, but uh, she does a nice, a nice enough promo. Her promo's good, yes. Yeah. Now part it's of it's a little heely, but she's always part heel if she's going to say she's the best. So that's the right. thing. She can be and sincere, okay. but she's very, very confident. Sometimes to mm. the point of too confident, but yeah. And you can see that you know the genuine emotion behind the character. Yeah. But, but she t- she tells the kids, you know, anyone who works car- hard can get where she is. Which, by the way, it's mathematically impossible. Yeah, and not only that, but oh my god, that is some bad advice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Get just follow your dream to be a WWE superstar. Every single oh person that will collaborate for you. Yes. Ooh, bad, mm. real bad advice. That's what happens when you get too far. Like, that's the kind of stuff that John Cena says on Twitter now. He's Mr. Oh, yeah. You know, Mr. Inspiration. And half the stuff he says is just, it's just bull crap. It's like, yes, that's easy for you to say, Mr. Millionaire Status Man. There's, it's what you're saying isn't mathematically possible. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, it's kind of interesting to see, uh, to see some, men in the ring and they are getting the rub from their association with a woman. That's true. That's nice. Who's that's the a, champ? That's a flip, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's good. That's cool. 
it's very unlike WWE to let them celebrate together. Just you know, with uh, considering their relationship, it's more like WWE to, to punish people for having a relationship. Yeah. So this is nice. But uh, um, we see Sasha backstage, um, and you can see where she got hair whipped. She's got the big the big uh, mm-hmm. lash on herself. Yep. Um, she doesn't speak, but she overact, over uh, acts using her body language as always. So she yeah, knows, she's, you know she's, she's very mad. She's so mad she can't even talk. Yeah, she's like twitching. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and we find out that perhaps the main event tonight will be Cesaro versus Jey Uso. So maybe, we'll, mm-hmm. but you know I'm what that a, means? Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat about that one. You know what that means? What does though? that mean, Joe? What does it mean? Um, that means that this might happen to Jey Uso. What's this? The no, I know what you're saying. Did I, I just realize? Did I mention that Paul said during his promo that uh, Cesaro would have to face Jay instead of Roman? Did I say that? I don't know if you I like did. I, got, I feel like I got lost in my notes a little. You might have gotten lost because I wouldn't remember. You may have said it, but I didn't remember saying it either. And then it was confusing when you said that uh, when we first saw the UFO, the second time we saw the UFO thing. You said, oh, but Jay Russo might have to contend with this. That's all. But I don't know if you uh, said it. But the point is, yeah, I think hey, guess what? He it. might have to contend with this. Oh, again. It's the UFO spin segment again. And oh Cole lets God. us know about this great new move, the UFO that Cesaro is doing. Oh all the kids God. are doing it, but don't do it, kids. Don't, don't do this at He's home. never, ever but done it until now, channel. except he did nope. it like 15 years ago. But okay, never. And this is where I have my thought, Joe. You know, the UFO spins kind of neat specifically because – it ends with like an F5 where the guy just kind of twirls yeah, in the air. Yeah, which should and lands, be like right? devastating. Yeah, that's cool. And then also the, the UFO spin. The, you know, have you ever seen Cesaro do the water slide? You know what I'm talking about? It's like a slam that comes from an air an airplane spin position. But regardless of whether you've seen it or not, the point is he can do the airplane spin and turn it into something that looks like a cool yes. like finishing move. Sure, sure. But instead, this move is just being called an airplane spin They're like oh it's the ufo it's an airplane spin it's that's like a move that guys would do in the 80s to fill time why would why would that be i, I don't know so because great. he's a because he's a joke character because his whole gimmick was swing swinging people well okay so uh we're still waiting for this tag title match bailey's in the back and she cuts a little promo that she's uh mad that sasha wants a rematch because she thinks she should get it. And she says something pretty close to that she wants to make the title great again. That's the vibe I got. Ooh, and I yeah. Done that's with her promo that's not good with uh, Bianca as champ. Yeah. Especially because uh, Bailey's, ca- Bailey's a Karen. So this is real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the ring and the Street Profits are getting a, a CM Cups chant. CM Cups, CM Cups. That's what it sounds like to me because <laughs> I know. it sounds like it's underwater and full of bees and, and, and what did you say it was? PVC pipes. Yeah. So that's what it sounds mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, oh God, after all that, I had forgotten, but Dolphin Root are out and we get the t- uh, tag title match, Dolphin Root versus Street Profits. Terrible. Look, I don't care how good the match is. This, I don't want it anymore. I don't. I don't want it. No, no, no. I can't get into it. I can't. And, and I told you this, Joe, already. I fell asleep during this match. I don't Friday blame night, you. And Listen, was, it could be the most so exciting amped. thing ever. I was ever. So amped to watch SmackDown. Yeah. I can't believe. I know you were. And you were like, okay, I don't watch wrestling all the time. I'm going to I'm gonna get into this. And there was no way to get into it. 
There was no way. Nope. I was waiting for the call-ups, the post-WrestleMania bump. I was waiting for some big returns. <clears throat> no. But uh, let's see if they're still coming, everybody. Stay tuned. Mm. This was the point I was like, I can't take it. I was Now, I, I watched SmackDown the next day so I could skip commercials. So this is where I'm messaging you on my phone, and I'm saying, that's it. I can't take football head anymore. I cannot take another second of football head. We ha- we're going to have to do something drastic here because, and I said, you don't even have to take notes after this point. I said, we're done. We're done with SmackDown. I can't, I can't, I can't take it. Yeah. This match ends with the heels just winning, like not even cheating. They just win. And didn't Bianca say that we're all a family of gold or whatever? So wouldn't this have no, been the not. night for the Street Profits <laughs> to win? The, shouldn't they have won? She's a liar she's, now. Yeah. This is the beginning of the breakup angle, I is guess. Is she going to divorce him? <laughs> yeah. You made a liar out of me. Yeah. Um, Did you notice Dolph's hair in this match? He had he had like a clip-on braid yes. in. Has he had a braid in his hair lately? I don't remember. I think he was making fun of Bianca. That's nice. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what could, no. And and if you're if you're listening to this and you and you don't believe me, go look. He has an exact Bianca, but blonde braid in his hair, and it just wow. looks ridiculous. Yeah, that's sad. Um. So yes, that's that match. I'm sad. That's that match. But after that, that match, match, guess what? Joe, Joe, I gotta tell you about this. Um, I gotta tell you about this new thing WWE is doing. <laughs> They're doing this amazing um, uh, this thing they do where they have this guy named Cesaro and he puts you on his shoulders and spins around. It's people, called the UFO. It's listen, a the unidentified flying opponent. Must, it's amazing. Oh, people Joey, must Joey, think Joey, we're making this up. They must think we're making up how many times they showed this UFO spin. And every time they showed it, they acted like you had just tuned into the show every and single time. Every time they reset. So the first time they reset and say it's the greatest move in WWE history. Then the next time they show it, they're like, listen, watch this. And they play like weird, like inspirational music over top of it. And the next time they're like, listen to the crowd. And they hear the the, the, the crowd. And then the next time they're like, listen to Seth Rollins. And they turn up his volume. And he's like, I oh, yeah. Yeah, Every time it was a little well, different, and it was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, God. We come back from the UFO segment, and Cesaro is backstage with Kayla, and she lets us know that he's a first-time WrestleMania winner. Oh, boy. <sighs> what does that mean? I don't uh, know. Cesaro, and Cesaro says, you know, Paul, and I won't do the Cesaro impression. I'll leave that to you, Joe. Hey, he says, hey, Paul's, you, Paul Heyman, he, Paul Heyman. I think he's right. I do have the buck teeth. I do have the slack jaw. I'm not the smartest person in the world, but and I might look like a Neanderthal, but but Paul Heyman, I do belong in the ring with the Roman Reigns, and I'm gonna beat the main event Jay Uso tonight. He was a little bit Pat Patterson at the end there, but still. Yeah. <sighs> if I try to do that, I just turn into Gra- uh, Grandpa from the Monsters. I know. Ooh, hi, you kids. Oh, I got oh, the buck oh, teeth right. here. He's got the buck teeth, and that's just. That's how you get a face over. You make him talk about how we look so stupid. I got the slack jaw. I got the loo. Not the smartest person in the world. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I, yeah. Are they trying to listen? Are they trying to make me not like Cesaro? Because 
This screams, somebody in the back doesn't like Cesaro, but it's time to push him. He's never going to get over on his own, so let's give him this stupid, stupid UFO thing, and let's keep pushing it so kids can see how fun he is. Yeah. He's going to give, like, it's a carnival ride or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> it's like it's like that one time they had a guy who wasn't great on the mic and they pushed him. He turned out to be Chris Benoit, so they could just never do it again. <laughs> Cole, yes. uh, it does a voiceover as we see Roman and Jay and Paul talking yeah. in the back. And Cole says, um, uh, he says, this is the man who Cesaro is going to face here tonight. And what are... <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I lost myself here. I lost my I lost my notes here. <sighs> doesn't even matter. Blah, blah, it doesn't blah, matter. Blah, and I'm, I'm back. Good. It doesn't matter. Natalia, Natalia, I'll do the notes if Natalia you want. Versus Shayna Baszler. It's like I can't take it. But because it's right now a, it's, just, it's just a recap of something that we that you all know because we've been talking about it. It's fine. Um, Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. What's this? What's this match for? Let me tell you, Cole's- it's for not. It's for nothing. And Shayna Baszler loses every single week. We were talking about this earlier tonight when we were watching Raw. She yeah. loses every freaking match anymore. Yeah. I had a test of the station's emergency alert system while I was watching this match. So that's, <laughs> the, that's the only thing exciting. Well, that's more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Natalia rolls up Baszler, like you said, and Tamina and Natalia collide, and uh, Natalia <sighs> and Tamina stand tall at the end of this one. So, oh really God. looking forward to that tag oh title. Oh, my match. God. I don't want it. Uh, Joe. Will Cesaro be able to do to Jay Uso what he did at WrestleMania to Seth? This is this the, the is this the fifth time? This is the fifth. Oh my god! I plead the fifth, Joe. I I can't I can't do it. This is the one where you hear Seth Rollins going. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep, that's right. This is the one. Around. Right. Yeah. Oh my god! Please just uh, do the main event. I need to get this done. Oh my god! I can't okay, take okay, it. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, Jay is backstage, cuts a promo. Jay's are going to win. Main event is next. Uh, Uso is out. His bug says he won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal what a on treat. SmackDown last week. Mm-hmm. Not even on WrestleMania on SmackDown. Nope. They do a video package showing that when <clears throat> Jay won, he beat Nakamura at the end for to win the Battle Royal. So, oh, so Nakamura's on tonight? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so Biggie is on? T- no. Oh, so uh, Daniel Bryan is on tonight? No. So Edge mm-hmm. is on tonight? No. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, so that means they're not on because there's going to be call. No, call-ups, no. Oh, there's going to be returns tonight. No. Why is this the, the, the SmackDown after WrestleMania? How is this the SmackDown after WrestleMania? Do they just hate us? Is that what it is? They don't care. They got paid in advance. They don't care. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the, the commentary. I'm not going to go through it line by line. Don't, the commentary don't. in this match is atrocious. It's horrendous. Seth Rollins comes out. Seth Rollins comes out to interrupt a big swing, and Cesaro wins by DQ. Oh my is, god! So yeah. wait a minute. So so WrestleMania backlash isn't even going to be Reigns against. It's going to be Cesaro Seth Part Two. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Just to recap real quick, Joe, which, every match on this SmackDown was a WrestleMania recap, except for the main event, which was interrupted as a DQ by what will be a WrestleMania rematch for Backlash. Oh, my God. Which means, which, 
which means that Reigns either won't have a match at WrestleMania Backlash, or if he does, it's probably Brian or Edge or a rematch of it the whole thing. Oh my exactly. God, that's horrible. <laughs> I don't want it. I expect, I expect the the Backlash will be maybe Daniel Bryan, and when Roman beats Daniel Bryan at Backlash, Edge comes out at the end for a stare down, and it's just we get like a double taste of rematches. Okay. For the next pay-per-view. Listen. And that's what that's what you asked me to spend my hard-earned time I know. doing on Friday night. What a waste, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm always okay. sorry when I ask anybody to watch wrestling that's WWE product. I just can't. I can't I can't live with myself like that. So um so I've made a decision. This is the breaking news here. This is seriously, this is this is this is listen. We watched from the begin from the first episode of Smart Wrestling Fan ever in 2005. We've reviewed Raw, we've reviewed, reviewed SmackDown, and we even reviewed Impact Wrestling. And we let Impact go for years and years and years after it was bad, and Dixie Carter wasn't even there anymore, and it was just thrown in a dumpster and sold to Owl Anthem, whatever. And we just kept, it was on TV Guide channel. We just kept reviewing it and kept reviewing it. And we're like, why won't you die? But it wouldn't. And it just got sold again. And then it's got this and it got that. And then it got renamed. And eventually we had to go, look, we can only take so much. The quality was bad. And the commentating by heel Josh Matthews was so horrendous, it chased us away from the product. Did that not happen? We just ran away. We couldn't take it anymore. I was there. I, I was there for all of it. I remember being disgusted by it, not watching it, enjoying listening to you guys tear it apart and be miserable, and then it just kind of faded away. Yeah. So. They fired Samoa Joe, one of the only decent color guys they had. In in his place now, because of the Corey Graves switch, is Football Head. I don't like Football Head. Larry likes Football Head even less. For me, the ultimate insult and slap in the face would be if you put Sad Sack on commentary. Second to that would be Marky Pete on commentary. The third would be Football Head. Now, Larry would give it in the reverse order. Actually, he would go Football Head, Sad Sack, Marky Pete. I already know that it's not good for my blood pressure. Not that I have high blood pressure because I don't, but it's not good for, it can't be good for my health to seethe over Football Head like that. Football heads on commentary on SmackDown. Okay, WWE, you want to play this game? Let's play. We were, we were Impact Wrestling's biggest fans back in the, you know, late 2000, early two, the late 2010s or the aughts or whatever you want to call them. We were Impact. No one gave them more free airtime than you did, Joe. No one gave them more free airtime than we did. We put them over. We would tell you when their product was good. We would tell you when it's bad. And eventually, with the Josh Matthews character, it became insufferable, and I I couldn't do it anymore. 
And Larry agreed, and we just, it went away. And we said, Josh Matthews, you leave the show, we'll review you again. And eventually we even brought Impact back without that stipulation. But I can't take football head. One night was enough. One night up to the tag match was enough. Like less than a night of SmackDown was enough for me to go, I don't want this. I don't, I don't, I don't want it. So right now, as of this second, we are banning SmackDown from Smart Wrestling Fan until Football Head has been removed from commentary. We're done. What's the Did you did you ban a show because Charlotte was on too much? What was that? What happened there? Trying to Here's what happened. Past. Here's what happened. In the past, we've we threatened, but not gone through with because they didn't do the thing we said. So we have threatened to get rid of reviewing any show where because there was a time where we did NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. And there was a time where Charlotte was on all the shows. And she was oversaturated and really, really, really bad and annoying. And this is at um, the point where they were considering NXT an equal brand and all those other lies, which we obviously know now isn't even true. But we had threatened that if Charlotte is going to be on, like, say, all three shows that week... Whatever show she's on, like once she hits that three, we don't review that show this week. What happened was she went away for surgery and other reasons right when we said that. So that never actually came to fruition. And now that NXT's, it's a whole, you know, separate thing as far as they don't, they know it's not an equal brand. We're not even pretending anymore. They weren't at Survivor Series. They are considered to be the farm league again. They're supposed to be hip and cool and for the kids that like AEW, yet they're on a different night. The point is this. We made the threat. We never had to go through with it because they Charlotte disappeared. Maybe Football Head will just magically disappear and SmackDown will come right back. <laughs> who knows? Do I have that kind of influence? I don't think so, but who knows? Maybe I do. Listen, WWE is really, really, really bad right now. The quality is at an all-time low. Dropping one of their programs will make room for something else on this show that's better. I don't know what that is yet, but by next week we'll find out. If you have ideas, I'm open to suggestions. Email me. Tweet us at Smart Wrestling Fan. Um, that's not real. At SWF Podcast is real on Twitter. Um, or Joe at SmartWrestlingFan.com. Larry at SmartWrestlingFan.com. Amy at SmartWrestlingFan.com. And um, OctopusMask.foot, I think, is your email address. But yeah, just send send it all there. Make sure you send it. That's where you should send it primarily. Just put it in a, in a bottle, put a cork in it, and throw it underwater. The bottle floats, though. Hmm. I don't know how you would find it, but the point fill, is this. Fill it with sand. Fill it with sand. That's it. The point is this. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't take okay. him for one more second. Okay. So we're, we're done. SmackDown. All right. All right. You get rid of Football I Head. Killed, I and killed it. You come back. It. I came back to the show you in murdered December. Smackdown. I brought back Impact. Came back to the show in April you know, and I killed, I killed you know, SmackDown. Do you know how happy Larry's going to be? Um, but anyway, no, so Larry's, that's Larry, Larry's out of a. <laughs> we have reviewed SmackDown. I know we've reviewed SmackDown. Wait, wait, for, wait, wait, wait. Joe, Joe, Joe. Larry's ahead. free. Larry's fired. That's it, right there. 
Oh my God, you did it. You've, you've solved it. But in all seriousness, though, we've reviewed SmackDown now for 15 plus years. We're on the 16th year of reviewing SmackDown. We've, I don't think, ever missed a week. That's how strongly I feel about this. So, you know what? And if WWE had a really, really innovative and, and listen, if, if we came back from WrestleMania and we watched WrestleMania and then this SmackDown was on and it was like game changing and different things happened, it was exciting and new and whatever, maybe I wouldn't have been as annoyed with Football Head. But you give me Football Head when you've already insulted my intelligence by not even trying after WrestleMania and basically just continuing the programs that already were after, before WrestleMania and, and trying to cash in on the WrestleMania name by changing backlash to WrestleMania backlash so it looks like everything flows into that and that maybe after WrestleMania backlash, then we'll reset. You can't give me both. You can't give me that insulting thing and the football head thing all in one day. We can only be pushed so far. Okay. Plus, I don't owe it to anyone. I know there's going to be people that are going to be mad. I don't owe it to anyone to have to review something that I consider that bad. So, we're not getting rid of Raw, even though it sucks. AW, stick around. Oh, yeah. We'll put another show on. Maybe it'll be Impact. Maybe it'll be New Japan. I don't know. Be something. I don't think it's going to be a YouTube show. So Elevation and Dark, they're they're too wrestling-oriented, not enough story. That's the reason we don't usually do New Japan, is because it's an awesome show to watch. It's not as exciting to listen to it, you know? So I vote for CMLL personally, but uh, I'll let you I'll let you make the call, Joe. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's your real vote, but okay. Um, <laughs> it's a com- it's it's a comedy vote. People I know it. I know it is. Comedy joke. Well, aware. it's like putting Jedi. It's like putting Jedi on your census form. I think you're right. Well, let's get to, let's get to Raw, Joe, because this is a long this is a long Raw. And it's not I know. Very good. I know. Don't worry though. Um, I have real quick. I'm going to read an email here that says, um, Andrew, a.k.a. writes in and says, Over the last six months, WWE's product has gone from bad to worse. Boogeyman worse. So instead of writing in about the product, I wanted to update (laughs) Boogeyman. I wanted to update everybody on Zelina Vega. As most people know, she made the decision to be a streamer and and an OnlyFans in a popular streaming site that doesn't advertise on this podcast. On this site, one of the most popular games streamed is a social deduction game. (laughs) Yes, I know the game. Okay. So anyway, one of the most popular streamers of this game, let's call him uh, Frederico, usually has around 30,000 people watching his stream at any given time. A few times I noticed that Vega was in the lobby playing with them. I had to ask myself, if a regular guy can garner that kind of following, how many people must be watching her stream? 30,000 like him? No. Well, 3,000, right? No. 300. At times I've seen her on, that's what she has watching her stream, 300 people usually. Doesn't seem like enough to keep the lights on. Or maybe she's doing better on her pennies for thoughts site. Is that OnlyFans? Um, Andrew AK. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how she makes money. Um, 
but I'm sure she's doing fine. It's listen, even if you're Zelina Vega, it's really hard to get into anything streaming ever. It's more luck based than anything right now. Um, that's all I can say. It's an oversaturated market, you know, and this is coming from a person. I do stream sometimes and, you know, when I get 10 people in the room, I'm excited. So that's in, in all seriousness, you can't expect, you know, unless you have, let's say you have like a hundred thousand Twitter followers or something, and maybe you'll get more people. But if you just have, you know, like us, what do we have? Like around between five and 10,000. That's not, you know, that's not enough. So I feel bad that she only has 300 people watching, but that's just, you know, she doesn't have that. She's not that star anymore. So it depends how many, you know, how many fans you got while you were publicized, while you were on WWE and doing it after WWE, that's, that's gotta be rough. So, or during and after, but anyway, thanks for the email. Now is it raw time? Maybe. Are you on mute? Please. Yes. No, I, I was, but please go ahead. You're Larry. Okay. That's fine. All right. Monday Night Raw, live from the stupid garbage dome that I hate. Now, this is some inside info. I don't know who knows this. I'm sure the dirt sheets must know this by now. Um, but Vince showed up for work late today, and that is not a thing. He's usually first there, or he doesn't show up. But to be late is weird, and he didn't like the script, and he was rewriting it as of an hour before Raw. That's got to be good, right? Yeah, that sounds like it'll end up being really exciting, because it's like half-thought-out kind of craziness, right? right? And during SmackDown, wasn't there a Raw promo that said, Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman for the first time ever? Well, guess what? That didn't happen on Raw. In fact, if you went to .com, that was totally deleted. So, that's weird. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, wonder who didn't want to lose and then what? Oh, I know what happened. Okay. Um, but here we go. On commentary, Adnan Verk, take two. Now, listen, I'll give Adnan Verk all the chance in the world because... He was terrible last week, but it was his first day on the job. Um, football head, uh, you know, that's different. But wow, Adnan, he opens raw. He is monotone Norm McDonald. It is yeah. not good. He's like, hey, hey, raw tonight. We're here. And uh, look at that. Drew, Drew McIntyre is walking out of the back. What? What did it's he like say? What was it? It was golf yeah, commentary. The first thing I heard him say was, uh, lots lots to get to tonight. Lots to get to tonight. I can't wait to get it done so I can go to the Waffle House. What are you, Jerry the King Lawler with the sedation? I don't understand this. Yeah. So, like I said, Drew comes out. So Drew gets in the ring and he says, wow, opportunity just fell into my lap. And then I won the main event. So now I'm number one contender. That's nice. He says he knows MVP is behind this T-Bar and Mace thing attacking him last week. Okay. He asks, will they take off their stupid masks and then let ugly MVP wear a mask? Because he needs one. That's not nice. It's not very facey at all. No. MVP comes out. He says, Lashley's not here tonight. 
because he has got the COVIDs. But, no, I don't know if he has COVID, actually. But I will tell you that we are working with a skeleton crew tonight, and by the end of this Raw review, I will read the list of people that were missing from Raw. And it's not great. There are 13 missing superstars. <laughs> That's a lot. So, um, <clears throat> Joe Negron and the 13 missing superstars. Oh my WWE. God, you're right. It matches Scooby-Doo. He says Lashley is going to beat Drew at WrestleMania Backlash. He tells Drew that Lashley, he says, Lashley can beat you alone. We don't need to hire more goons. But you got a whole story about how you hire goons to take out Drew. Okay. But now he admits it. He says, Mason T-Bar have zero affiliation with the Hurt Business. Okay. And then T-Bar and Mace attack Drew again. And Byron says, something's fishy here. So he thinks MVP is a, li- a liar, which is fair. He's a heel, so that could be. But they disappear. And then like 30 seconds after they're gone, the Retribution theme song just plays with Drew like rolling around in the ring. Why did it take so long to play their theme? Was somebody backstage going, <sighs> crap, are they still Retribution? What do I press? There's no music <laughs> for just T-Bar and Mace. Ah! That's the, that's the least of my questions tonight, Joe. Okay, here we go. Backstage interview with T-Bar and Mace. This is still all the same segment. They walk to Gorilla and they do this. They get on the mic. I had to rewind so I could write down exactly word for what they say. Okay, here we go. Here's the promo that T-Bar and Mace cut. Cats. Now, people are going to think I'm making this up. Octopus mask. Please tell them I'm not. No, you're not. Okay. You're not. Here's what they say. Cats. Dogs. Birds. Porcupines. Hedgehogs. Snakes. Saber-toothed tiger. Saber-toothed tiger? That's extinct, right? Gone forever? (laughs) That's exactly what we're going to do when we finish off Drew McIntyre. Oh, my God. What?! So Listen, my first, I, as I was listening to it, I didn't hear the first couple things. Neither did I. I couldn't understand a word he was these, saying. Because they're wearing these big stupid They're wearing masks, masks and they're mumbling to begin with. And they're saying stupid I, things and there's music playing. I got kind of excited because here's what I, they were just saying random words. that It was very clear that they weren't saying anything. I thought, and Joe, I, I, I messaged you this. I thought this was like a timely uh, Winter Soldier reference. Oh, you thought it was code. Doing, like, Got it. Like a code word. Where like yeah, no, it's, oh my God, it's so not anything. This is not, this is just, it's, this is Vince showed up late for work. <laughs> it's like, it's like Vince said, we need a new tag team name. Find, think of a cool animal. And someone made a list of cool animals. And then and someone like, said, oh, we need a, we need a rebar and ace promo. So just come up with something. <laughs> someone just handed it a list of animals to be the Some promo. My favorite names. Yes. Yep. That was the double, they, they used that twice, exactly. Yep, that just happened, everyone. Cats, dogs, birds, porcupines, hedgehogs, snakes, saber-toothed tiger. Saber-toothed tiger, that's extinct, right? Gone forever. That's exactly what we're going to do when we finish off Drew McIntyre. That was a real promo. You just, you sounded kind of like Flim Flam for a second. Flim Flam's the name? It's conning people it's or helping people's my game. I don't know which one. I was Daffy Duck there, but still. It's cats, and that rhymes with bats, and they're extinct like saber-toothed tigers. (gasps) Oh, my God. That's it. Backstage, Drew McIntyre asks Adam Pearce. He's like, okay, this has got to be a joke. He goes in, and he goes, oh, you know what I'm going to say. And Pearce is like, oh, no, you need a tag team partner. Because we're at the point now 
where every freaking week Drew goes backstage and asks for a handicap match. Give me the Miz and Morrison. Give me, give me the, give me the hurt business goons. Give me the retribution every week. It's like, give me, give me, give the, me the Elias the and the Jackson Riker every week. You should just start calling it the special. Give me the, give me the special. Give me the special, Adam Pierce. And Pierce is like, whoa, no, you need a tag team partner. And Drew goes, make the match, or I'm gonna, you're gonna regret what I'm gonna do. What? Yeah, don't worry, Adam. He'll get the tag, the tag team partner will appear at the uh, during commercial break. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> but oh my God, deja vu. I swore I was watching a rerun. Already in the ring, Shelton and Cedric against the Viking Raiders. This is just from last week. It's the same exact thing. They also announced that tonight it's Asuka against Charlotte for no reason. Um, oh, no, Adnan. Oh, no. Oh, okay. So here's here's where we get problematic. First, he's sedated. He's uh, sedated and he's uh, Norm MacDonald. So he's talking. And uh, first of all, he calls Cedric uh, Shelton Benjamin. Yikes. Then, then here's the next thing he says. He I can't make this up. You know how we always make fun of what a maneuver and how Vince used to say that? And, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He yells, what a move. He actually yells that. What a move. He doesn't know what any move name is, but he says what a move. He says, Ivor, not Ivar, that's not right. Byron has to call moves again. Like last week, Graves and Byron were waiting for him to call anything. And then they'd have to scream out the move names because they knew he was never going to do it. Then the finish of the match happens and he yells, Viking Express! And Corey's like, yeah, the Viking experience. Fire this man. Just please, look, I want to give him a chance, but you, listen, he's getting paid a huge amount of money to come in here and not have to do any work. I... All he's doing is reacting and making noises. And saying wrong things. Where's the research? Where's the, he has to watch the product at home. Where's the, well, I've been spending a lot of hours on WWE Network watching all this product. And, uh, and the, the Corey's like, yeah, there isn't any WWE Network. You mean Peacock? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh my God. Viking <laughs> Express. That was the yeah, most excited yeah. he was all night. Yep. Wrong move name. Backstage, Randy Orton says, <laughs> he says, that fiend, the fiend will never be seen again. Bray was on last week. He was on the show. Plus, if you say Bray and Fiend are different characters, then all Orton did at WrestleMania was RKO the fiend. So why would he think that an RKO to pin someone would make that person disappear forever? So I'm lost as to what this story is. But Orton says he's going to beat whoever wins at WrestleMania Backlash. So whichever it is, if it's Drew, if it's Lashley, whatever, it doesn't matter. He's going to pin him. He's going to get his WWE title back after after that pay-per-view. Riddle scoots around and he is on so many drugs. He actually says this. He says, bro, since neither one of us has a title, bro, we should be a tag team and call ourselves RK Bro. And Orton's like, nope. And he just leaves. Yeah. This is so dumb. That's the closest I think almost anything got to being written 
tonight. Yeah. RK bro. RK mm. bro. Backstage Adam Pierce. Orton comes in and he goes, who's that scooter kid with the long hair? I need to beat him tonight. Who is that? I've never heard of that man. And again, yep. Riddle's supposed to be super annoying that we want him to get beat up. And that was like the fun thing at WrestleMania that Sheamus beat him up and took his title. But why is he the face then? And then Orton's the heel and we're now cheering for Orton to beat up Riddle. This doesn't make any sense. So I think that flipped, that quietly flipped somewhere. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, Orton's assumed to be a face in situations where he's facing someone wow. newer. I That's think. sad. Because he's, he's like the, the veteran that you're supposed oh to have. Oh, God. Some Charlotte, kind of relationship with. Yeah. Charlotte comes out, and this is where I this is where I, I drew the line. I was like, look, remember when WrestleMania was the end of stuff? We'd get all excited. Because even if during the road to WrestleMania it became really, really mainstream and it wasn't the best, but it was fun, and then it was over, at least we were like, okay, it's over. Now tomorrow on Raw. We're going to get all excited for new stuff, starting with Raw after WrestleMania, then SmackDown's going to happen, we're going to get call-ups, then the next Raw, everything's fresh. Well, guess what? This is the second Raw after WrestleMania. WWE, listen listen to me, fans, listen. WWE hates you, and they've already gotten paid, so too bad. It's all rematches now. We don't care. Feuds that started weeks or months ago continue, and maybe some of them will end at, at WrestleMania Backlash. You're welcome. So... We just had to let people know right there. That was my cut in where Charlotte came out. WWE does not care about us at all. They hate no, us no. so much. Um, Charlotte cuts a here's the thing dude promo, which is always bad. Now she's pretending to be heel that pretends to be a face. She's like, I'm sorry if I insulted anybody, but the ladies backstage don't like each other as much as they don't like me. What does that even mean? Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't. You're absolutely right. Anything. <sighs> yep. She thinks everything everything that has occurred tonight on this show, yeah, until the next segment after this, yeah, everything that's occurred is the most nothing it could have possibly been. Yes. Given the combination of players and the the placement on the card or whatever. It's it's all what you're saying, nothing. Laziest lowest common denominator. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like someone saw a slate that had been all, you know, marked up with all these ideas and thoughts and just erased it. And all that was left was the names. Wow. That's it. That's sad. Charlotte thinks headlines read from right to left, like we're in Japan. Um, she says, they call me the opportunity. She said that last week too, but that just sounds gross. So I don't think that's what she means by it. But yep. Yep. she says, she says, <laughs> she doesn't even like Asuka. And then she whines about a WrestleMania match getting taken away from her. Asuka comes out. Before she can even talk, Rhea Ripley comes out. And then Charlotte botches big time. She says, listen, listen. Tonight, after I beat you, Asuka, I want you, Rhea, to go sit over there and take notes. You mean you, before you, right? You mean you don't mean that you're going to wrestle her and then Rhea's going to look at an empty ring and take notes. That's not what you meant to say, right? So yeah. Rhea is a rookie, so she can't... She she could say something like, you mean during the match? Yeah, I'll sit there. She goes, I'll take you up on that offer. But that would mean she's going after... What? 
so the offer is to sit at ringside after the match instead of during. So Charlotte's dumb, and then Rhea's not helping. And then, oh my God, Charlotte looks at Asuka and does the racist talk. She's like, Asuka, do you, do you listen to me? I can not understand you. Wow. Yep. I don't care if her character's a heel. No. Why? But it's okay. But uh, but Asuka, Asuka gets uh, he, she gets her revenge. Joe, how does she get her revenge? Oh, she says nothing. She doesn't get her revenge. Mm. Later, maybe. She says she she says the b word. She calls Charlotte. Oh the yeah, word, well so. that's the go to, and not just with women, so, with guys too. It's the laziest, even. stupidest thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, it's really dumb. Yep. Backstage Riddle scoots by Orton And their match is next And all this does is make you want to see Riddle get beat up And he's the face So this makes no sense um, Tonight it's Drew versus Mason T-Bar Handicap match Copy paste, copy paste, copy paste Miz and Marson Riker and Jackson Riker, Riker and, uh, Elias and Jackson Riker Oh, handicap match, handicap match Hurt business, handicap match Drew McIntyre against everybody Oh my god This is Again, all-time low. Mm. Yeah. Riddle versus Orton is your match. Graves tries to make up a story about how maybe wrestling Riddle is like a backwards mind game and he annoys you backstage, but he's saying all these things, but then really, no. Don't think too much about this, Graves. There's no thought put into this whatsoever. Corey, this was, Corey's trying to do what he's trying to do what everyone else is trying to do. Right. He's fantasy booking you know. because there's no, no content here. You know, you know what and the content is? Trap too, Joe. Yeah, you know what the content I was watching is. Watching this match. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you, first of all, Vince just loves this stupid drug character too much, and thinks he's funny. Go out there and say some more stupid things. You're my clown, and you were trying to make up a story for this too. Yeah, this is the only match of the like the entire night that I thought was any good. Because it had some length to it, and actually it was back and forth, right? And it felt like there was like 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 a Mighty Mouse story going on with yep. uh, with Riddle, you know, being the un- the feisty underdog, and yep. it felt and like there's that, not there's not that's not or- even a thing. But then no. we 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 talked about it, and I realized, yeah, Orton already said he's just gonna wait and pick the bones of yep. whoever wins it. Backlash. So we already so know this, that that's coming up. This so this is filler until then. So Riddle and Orton's a holding pattern. Which means I go into this thinking it's Orton's has to win to punish Riddle, but no, because that would be, then it would be done because then it would be like, oh, Riddle's not a challenge. So we're done with the feud. No, no, no. Riddle has to get a fluke win. Oh, so during the match, we find out that it's Miz TV, Miz and Mrs. Celebration tonight again for the second week in a row. Okay. Okay. Orton taps on Riddle's head to find his hair. That's still tapping. He still tapped out. They didn't count it for whatever reason. No. Byron, for some reason, um, yeah. some reason Virk, every time someone touches anyone's hair tonight, he calls up their locks, which is oh very bizarre. God. In a sport based on various holds and locks, it's oh very confusing. Oh my God. Yes, you're right. Byron says Riddle was looking for the penalty kick kick. So that's 
thing. This team is trash. This announced team doesn't work at all. I Graves says getting hit by Riddle is like getting hit by a cement mixer. Isn't that something you would say about like Braun Strowman or like the Viking Raiders? Why would Riddle be like, what about Riddle makes you think cement mixer? No. He's dense. Oh, Riddle's getting beat up. Okay, here we go. Riddle's getting beat up on the top rope or the second rope or whatever. So Adnan thinks he's got it. He's figured it out. He's like, okay, my sheet says that Riddle does something off the top rope. I'm not going to look at what that is. I'm going to try and remember. He goes, Corey, is that is that a flying bro, perhaps? What? You mean getting beat on top rope? Is it what? A flying bro? Grave says, I don't know. Maybe he was thinking about the floating bro. A flying bro. So he just made up his own move name. That's an understandable mistake, I suppose, for a week two. I don't know. Roll up, Riddle wins. And this feud will never end since Riddle won. And it'll end when they feel like putting Orton back in the title picture, which I hope never happens again, but it's going to. I, I don't know. Adam... I'm going to move on, if that's okay. Please. Adam yeah. Pierce talks to Seamus. He says, look at me. I'm United States champion. Where was I last week? Pierce says, you should really think of the legacy of that title. Remember when John Cena had it and you do an open challenge every week? And Seamus is like... That's the only, that's the only legacy of the U.S. title. Correct. And Seamus goes, wait, you want me to do an open challenge for this title? Well, okay, I will. But it won't be for the title. And remember that, because that's going to come up later. <laughs> so... Oh my God, Nia and Shayna come out without Reginald for, I don't know, how many weeks in a row now. For some reason, Reginald died. Okay. Oh, yeah. Remember, Reginald was born on the first couple of SWF episodes that I was. That I was he was. Reading. He was in exactly with the yeah. song and everything. We'll, we'll get a call back to that in a few minutes. We will. Nia and Shayna versus Naomi and Lana again. So another rematch. Terrible, terrible garbage match with botches. Tonight, they announced it's Alexis Playground. Wow, Raw is stale. Everything they're announcing is stuff we've seen. Everything. Yeah. Every segment. Ms. TV, same exact one from last week. Alexis Playground, same one. Same. This is all the same. It shouldn't be stale after WrestleMania. That should never be. Ever. This should be the most interesting time of the year right now. So, yep. Mandy and Dana come out. And Adnan shows his true colors and looks at their outfits and goes, wow. Oh my God. What's wow. Ew. What are you doing? They play the clip. Okay. Oh my God. So they come out, Mandy and I come out. They play a clip of last week of Naya and Shayna watching a WrestleMania clip of Mandy falling over and over. Why would the faces play that? Then it ends, the clip of course ended with Mandy slapping Naya in the face, but they slowed it down like they were going to... Now what's the gimmick here? How do you do this comedy? You then replay over and over the slapping Naya, right? That's nope. They don't even know. Nope. They don't do that. Instead, no. they say, "Oh, and and but but uh, but uh, but they pause the clip and they're like, now watch this.'" And I'm like, "Yes, they got it right. Here it comes. Slap, slap, slap. It's gonna be like funny." Nope. They just show a clip of beating up Nia Jax. 
Then they're like, and also watch this. So I'm like, okay, maybe now. Nope. They show a clip of Naya pretending to fall. Naya gets mad and leaves. Filling time. They're filling time, Joe. They're this is ridiculous. Time. They're like, how many hours of content we need? Three? Okay, here we go. Naya's mad and she leaves. So Shayna jobs again for the 18th week in a row. I can't even believe this is real. She loses on each show every week. Graves then. Shayna Baszler needs to get out of WWE. Yeah, she's, this if, is if pointless. has anything to gain from getting out, it's her. Yep. Well, Graves now bullies whoever. I don't know who he was talking to, but I'm afraid it was Adnan, and that's really bad. And something like, oh, you must have been shoved in lockers in high school, you stupid nerd. What a D-bag. What? Why would you say that? But, okay. Footage after WrestleMania where Bad Bunny puts over Damian Priest, and it's actually like the only touching moment ever for Damian Priest in like the history of his career. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But then WWE shows how bullish they are when they show the 2022 touring schedule of Bad Bunny and all the dates and the Bad Bunny fans out there are like, huh? and then they put a big stamp on it that says sold out. And WWE's basically like, ha ha, well, you can't have the tickets. They're gone. <laughs> what was that? Why would you know. even why, do why, that? Why advertise it? What's oh the point? God. To show how, so what, what, a, what a big popular guy Bad Bunny is? Yep. That's the only reason they showed any of this. Miz TV with Miz and Maurice. They act all gross and obnoxious. Okay, they might as well be saying, you're schmoopy. No, you're schmoopy. Then they kiss and that has pyro. They promote their shows. And Miz calls himself the most mutt C. Damien Priest comes out. He says, Miz, your crotch is small and I will beat you up. How is this guy a face? I don't understand this. Maurice books Priest versus Miz for tonight. And Miz looks scared. And then he drinks their champagne. And says it's crappy and gets champagne thrown in his face. This is really dumb. Here it is. Every every time Octopus Mask is on the show, someone gets hit, in, uh, hit with wine. Yeah, you're right. I went, I went back and checked. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Backstage, New Day walking. Riddle scoots in. It's He's super annoying again. And... They say, do you understand what Riddle's talking about? And they're like, never. Okay, here we go. Let's have two of the three commentators botch. Adnan says, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods take on Elias. That's, no, what? That's not a match. Really? Already in the ring, Elias and Riker. Okay. This is where I realized, did the tag champions die? We'll talk about that after Raw. New Day comes out. And Woods plays bass or guitar or whatever that instrument is. He's playing it. It, Well, no, he plays one string or whatever. Fine, whatever. (laughs) He's trying. Not really. Byron says, oh, he's getting ready for his match because it's Xavier Woods versus Elias. Nope. You guys are drunk. The graphic showed. It's Kofi against Elias. The graphic showed it. Adnan got it wrong and Byron got it wrong. It's Elias versus Kofi. I swear to God, how hard is this job? It shows on the graphic who's wrestling. I still got it wrong. What am I supposed to say? I don't know. I'm I'm in I'm in physical pain listening to this after having watched it, Joe. I know. Uh, Graves thinks cosplay means doing an imitation of someone without any costume on. 
Remember cosplay when you just like did charades? You must be dressed up like that person. Kofi and Elias get lost in the match. They botch the SOS. Elbow drop and Elias wins. Oh my God. That means there's more of this coming. Yeah. Yeah. Where did the tag champs go? Did they die? Where are they? Hope not. I think they have COVID. Backstage, Alexa Bliss and Creepy Doll Lily. When we come back, it's Alexa's Playground. They show pictures of Alexa with that doll from her childhood. And she talks about how she beat up a kid on the playground, broke her arm, and stole her ice cream because Lily made me do it. Retcon, retcon, retcon. She says Lily didn't like him, meaning the fiend, and Lily doesn't like anyone on the women's roster. So she's going to make me do bad things to them. So before, the story was that the Fiend had magical powers and infused them in Alexa Bliss, but now we're retconning it and saying Alexa was magic to begin with because of a doll from her childhood. Mm -hmm. I don't want any of it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, it's bad. Mandy and Dana backstage, they say, we're not the bullies, but you are. Listen, if one... If you're getting bullied, the answer is not to then bully the bullies. That's not the answer, ever. Nia and Shayna come in. Why does it sound like a truck is coming through? I thought one of them was going to come in on wheels. I'm not kidding. What was that noise? Shayna threatens Nia. And then from straight out of main event, Angel Garza comes in. And he asks Nia, what do you see in that Reginald? What? You spent longer describing it than he spent on screen. I know. And also, remember how six months ago or something I said on the show, they want to really do an Angel Garza, Nia Jax, China, and Eddie Guerrero storyline, and then they just backed out of it? Are they going to do it now because Reginald died? Because he wasn't on. Oh, wait, if you count Reginald, that's 14 people missing tonight. So let's count them. Let's say it's 14. Used to be nothing. Now he's a piece of crap and he is missing. Oh my God. Drew versus T-Bar and Mace in a handicap match. By the way, this week they have to tag in and out. Some weeks they don't. Some weeks they do. Keith Lee against Miz and Morrison. They're allowed in together. Drew versus T-Bar and Mace. They have to tag in and out. MVP watches backstage. Oh, my God. Adnan says, Ken McIntyre, stay alive. You're watching Raw. I I thought we were throwing a break, but we're not. So um, if you watched WrestleMania live on Peacock, that's what he said. Like he's from Boston or something. He's not. The heels won't listen to the ref. Disqualification. Oh, my God. Braun comes out. This is gross. When we come back from break, take two, tag match. So T-Bar Mace gets to wrestle twice. Drew and Braun against T-Bar and Mace. Braun is bleeding from the head for some reason. I don't even see how. Drew, okay, here we go. This is the big moment. Drew unmasks Mace and beats Mace with his mask and gets disqualified. So two DQs in a row. Braun unmasks T-Bar and hits him with the mask. Retribution celebrates because... They just won. 
twice? No, only once. The first match they lost. So Graves is like, this is the first time we got a clean look at their faces. Yeah, who cares? Because nobody said, oh, look, it's Dio Madden. Nobody said, oh, look, it's Dijak. No one said anything. Mm-hmm. We're acting like these guys. Goofs. Yeah. We're just like, oh, these are just big, tall guys. Well, those masks are gone. I think I said it on the show last week. That's it. They're gone. So, great. Yeah, good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Miz and Maurice walking. So the match is Miz versus Damian Priest. Graves says, Priest looking for retribution. That's confusing. Okay? Retribution were just out in the ring. Also, it adds to the confusion that Damian Priest's finisher used to be called Reckoning. When there's a reckoning in retribution, now Priest is looking for retribution, but not the group retribution and not the wrestler reckoning. <sighs> and Andrew McIntyre earlier on in the night mentioned that he was going to get retribution, retribution against yeah. uh, yep. mm-hmm. Maurice and, and Ace. Yep. <laughs> Maurice cheats. This match is crap. More cheating. Hit the lights. Priest wins. So Miz won last week. Priest wins this week. 50-50 Mania. Copy-paste. High five. And then Priest starts dancing around just like Jeff Hardy. Why? He did a Jeff Hardy impression. Yeah. Yeah, he threw up the, 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 the pistol with his hands. Is that weird? Pelvically thrusting. Very weird. His song is so bad. He's, in, he's imagining Jeff Hardy's song in his head. Or the Hardy Boys song. Asuka gets ready, and Adnan doesn't understand how commercials break work, how commercial breaks work, and he won't stop talking, so they have to cut him off. He's like, look at this, it's Asuka backstage. I know they're telling me I got three, two, one, but I don't really know what those numbers mean. But Asuka's really looking good. That just cuts the commercial. <laughs> Already in the mm. ring, Seamus. He says, I'm gonna do an open challenge for the title every week or whenever I feel like it. Do you think he said it like that because he knows if he makes that promise, he can't guarantee that they're going to book that. So he's he's helping himself with wherever I feel like it. But wait, earlier, Seamus, you said you weren't going to put the... T- oh, this is a trick. Seamus says, who wants this title? Open challenge time. Dale Gass comes out. We haven't seen Alberto Carrillo in like 800 years. He's been on living on main event, but here he is. And there's no match. It's a beat down. So, yep, beat down, punch, 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 punch. Verk says, Adnan says, some people feel like Seamus is underrated. First of all, stop the weasel words, but Graves has to scream at him and say, who's saying that? No one is saying that. Bro kick, what a joke. Byron, by the way, at this point is all excited still. And he's like, I don't understand how Dale Gass is going to be able to wrestle after this. There's no match. Byron. I know you're like five, but understand, there's no, there's no match. And then Byron says the line a five-year-old would say that can't speak right. He goes, the bell never rung. <laughs> never rang? Oh, my God, guy. Everyone He's tonight, it's like, in real time. something wrong with everyone. Charlotte gets ready backstage. Main event, Charlotte against Asuka. Rhea Ripley comes out to watch. Why is she not waiting till after the match, like Charlotte said? <laughs> Rhea said, I'll take you up on that. Why is she coming out now? Um... Okay. This is where I draw the line. Adnan Verk calls running leg kick. Okay. I, was it, it was a running kick to a leg. No, Joe? No, wasn't? Running leg kick. No, it was like kicking somebody in the face. And I think it was a knee also. But still, running leg kick. Okay, that's not a move. You tried. You didn't really try. 
Rhea Ripley cheats. We get the same exact finish as Riddle versus Orton. Riddle pins Orton the same way Asuka pins Charlotte. Same exact crucifix and everything. Charlotte loses. She attacks the referee and then savagely and violently destroys the referee. Beats him up. Beats the crap out of him. Over and over and over. Throws him around. Beats him up. Two other refs come out. She won't stop beating up that ref. And it goes off the air. Wow. This Raw belongs in a trash can. Yes? No? Mute? I'm going to break that mute button pretty soon, Octopus Mask. That's it. I hate um, that mute button. It makes you feel any better. I don't, I don't have anything of value. Really I know. This raw There's nothing you can it. add to make it better. This was this was like a cancel raw. Yes, it was. This was like a network watches it and says, can we get some, some monk reruns? <laughs> anything. Or, That's the thing. They're like, can we get something? anything to put in this place? Yeah. How about some old episodes of Wings? We could put that on. This... What did the last Raw pull? A, two, a 2.0? Uh, 2 million viewers. This one should be about 1.7 million or less. I gotta think less. Because there was nothing advertised that was good. There was one match advertised the minute, and they pulled it. The minute you turned this Raw on and you saw that it was just Charlotte Asuka for nothing. Yeah. A match that people had seen before. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I wouldn't stick around for this Raw. Do you want the list of superstars know. that weren't there so that we had to subject ourselves to this crappy show? And the sad thing is if they were there, it wouldn't have been much better. But I know. go ahead. Okay, so let's not let's even not count Akira Tozawa, Drew Gulak, and Ricochet, because usually they're on main event, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're on Raw. But let's forget them. That still means we have 10 plus Reginald. So 11 people missing. That is AJ Styles, by the way, one of the tag team champions, Bobby Lashley, by the way, the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, not there. Oh, Bray Wyatt, which means also the Fiend's not there. Okay. But I'm not counting him twice. I'm only counting him once. Grand Metalik, one of the Luchas got not there. Jeff Hardy, he's not there. John Morrison, he's not there. Lindsay Dorado, other Lucha guy, he's not there. Ali, he's not there. Like I said, Reginald, he's not there. Omos, Omos, whatever you want to call him. Tag team champion. No, he's not there. R-Truth, the 24-7 champ. Nah, I'm pretty sure that title's dead. This is a rough one. Seriously, where are all these people? <laughs> we had to have Drew, T-Bar, and Mace wrestle twice. Because there's so many people missing after WrestleMania. This is becoming with, this is becoming with, a pattern. It's not no good. No good. With no call-ups and all these people missing. Why do they think we care right now about Raw at all? What is there to look forward same, to? Because they've been doing this and we keep pulling the same ratings. But please tell me what we have to look forward to on, on Raw right now or SmackDown. Anything. Oh, I'm not going to be watching Raw for at least the next month and a half. I wouldn't watch it. Ever if I didn't have the show. Ever. Yep. This yep. is really bad. So, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I, 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 it's too much. It's getting too much attention as it is. It's just, it's just nothing. It's not worth anyone's time. No, it's not. There's nothing you can do to it, to a fantasy book, to fix it. Nothing no, to look forward to. There's not. The only that, thing of, of, of vague interest to me is to figure out what's going on with Keith Lee. That's the only thing I'm vaguely interested in. He's not even on the show. And I have a really bad feeling that he has some kind of weird injury and he can't wrestle right now. So, yeah. 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 It's not good. So I have really nothing else to say. I'm, I'm very upset by this. So I'm going to read one email and then we're going to go. Okay. Um, I have an email that says, um, um, oh, Slow Bro Brazil Jr. writes in and says, so good to hear mm-hmm. from Amy last week. Yes. Hope Larry gets better soon. Yes. So Graves commented, we finally get to see T-Bar's face. Shouldn't somebody have been shocked that it was the former announced partner, Dio Madden? Well, first of all, you mean Mace. <laughs> But not T-Bar. But, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I missed the Hurt Business and the Iconics. Sincerely, Slow Bro Brazil Jr. Here's the thing. Not many people remember this, but I do. And that is, when Dio Madden was on commentary, do you remember who his commentators were on Raw? Do you? Could you possibly um, remember? I bet you can't. You got was, 10 was seconds. One of them, was one of them King? Oh, my God. You win. It's King. Yeah. And... King and Liar Tom or Vic Joseph? It was King and, oh, yep, Vic Joseph. So you win. Okay, Okay. congratulations for remembering that dark, lame period where Dio would scream (laughs) out things like, oh, what a horrible night for a curse. Alistair Black sure is in Castlevania a lot. Yuck, 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 yuck. I like video games. Sonic was going fast. Gotta go fast. Look at that. Hedgehog speed. I'm going to use some blast processing in my butt. I don't know what that means. (laughs) It's like an enema. I'm not really sure. But anyway, we could, um, we could all use some blast processing in our butt. Why not? But I'll tell you what. That's why they weren't shocked because it wasn't King, and it wasn't because that's how we got Samoa Joe. If you remember, remember that, mm-hmm. and that was fine. Yeah, but it wasn't it was King, enough. and it was not uh, Vic Joseph. There, it was uh, Graves and Byron and this new guy. So of course they didn't recognize him. But that means that they don't watch. They didn't watch Raw back then, and they also never watched NXT if they didn't know who DiJack was. So that's well, nice. I'm sure. I'm sure that they were coached to not, not reference it. These guys probably I'm, have. I'm, I'm, either I'm, keep the I'm same joking. Name or they'll get new names. Yes, I'm joking. I know. Of course, they would never say anything like that. Um, Dolph Ziggler's joke book wrote in just now and he says, I don't know how it's already Monday again, but here we are. I won't be watching Raw, but I did watch the first episode of 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which seemed like a much better use of my time. Enjoy the extra show and I want to recommend it to all the regular listeners. It was a real treat. Thank you. Yes, everyone. It's I on really, TV, the free app. Go watch it and follow along with the show. It's, it's really fun. I really appreciate um, that. Yeah, you can watch that episode for free and then please listen to the the uh, show we did on it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm much, I'm much more excited, Joe, to be the lead reviewer on the next episode of that than to ever I, have to watch Raw. I believe you. Again. I'd rather sit here and take a hundred pages of notes on Scooby-Doo than have to watch Raw or SmackDown again. I'm dreading SmackDown this week. So, like I said, we're not reviewing it. That doesn't mean I'm not going to watch it because, listen, I can only torture myself so much, but I still need to know what's going on. I still need to consider myself, I consider myself a professional podcaster. I've been doing this for 
over a decade and a half. I'm still, even when I say I'm not going to, I'm still going to do it. That doesn't mean it gets reviewed on the show. I don't want to waste your time with, and I don't want to get angry writing down all the comments, but I might, I might put on a video game and play something fun and then have SmackDown on a second TV and listen and just, you know, think, okay, everything they're saying, I don't have to write this down tonight and I'm going to feel much better about it. So, but if things need to be said on the show, I'm still going to tell people what happened, you know? If football head all of a sudden says, what is that maneuver? That it's a fig, it's like a figure four, but I don't know. Oh, you mean the ankle lock? Yeah. If something like that happens, I'm going to say it. So anyway, that's the, that's the werewolf's curse of the professional podcaster. It is. I know. I'm so sorry. All right. We're done, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In case people couldn't tell, I was checked out at the beginning of that raw because that was just atrocious. No, it's uh, okay. Atrocious. It was really bad. Um, so okay, don't forget, everybody. Uh, let me know what you want me to review instead of SmackDown, and we can we could see what we can do on that one. I can't make any promises. Um, maybe we'll just have a one week break from anything. Who knows? But I want opinions though. So let us know, and then um, you know we'll we'll figure out something. Eventually, uh, smartwrestlingfan.com uh, is the place to go for the if you want to donate via PayPal. And also, if you want to become a monthly patron, just go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. And um, there there you go. That's what can you say, right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if Thanks you want to so hear. Thanks for having me, Joe. No, Appreciate no problem. It. If you want to hear about. If you like Vincent Price and you want to. You mm-hmm. saw the 13 Ghosts of Scooby and you're like, wow, I really like that Vincent Price. The Vincent Van Gogh character, he's really cool. And you thought that, uh, where can they go? They could find a free podcast about Vincent Price. What do they do? Yeah, it's, it's on all your podcatchers, full price podcast. You can, yeah, the best way to find it is go to my uh, Twitter at full price pod or uh, Instagram and Facebook are the same. So you can find awesome. it all there. Or you awesome. can get my personal Twitter uh, at Octopus Mask. So that's easy to remember, right? Why wouldn't they do that, right? Sure, of course. You can listen to me say stupid things about politics and also a little bit about wrestling. Well, that's fun. Well, that sounds delicious and much better than mm-hmm. Ron Smackdown. So, okay. Yes. I believe we're done for today. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Good night. <laughs>